0: I want to describe something Dino just did. Oh, God. Sure. There's this book, Confederacy of Dunces, which is a comedy classic. It's a novel about a big fat guy who lives with his mom, and he's super well-educated, and he's got all these master degrees, but he's a worthless human being. Hmm. He can't find his way in the world. We know a lot of those people This, uh, in this. Unfortunately, we do. Well, actually, no, not that many educated people. We know of them. They exist.
1: We don't meet them very often. Not often. No. You mean educated people that don't do anything with their lives? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Most people that we do encounter are uneducated people that don't do anything with their lives. Maybe they have pretensions of education. Yeah. But that guy in the book,
0: Confederacy of Dunces, the only thing he's sexually attracted to is he had a border collie that died. And whenever he starts thinking about it in the book, he gets a boner and has to go jerk off.
1: That is just foul.
0: And he he gets a smile on his face, and he looks like he's gone mentally to a a, a heaven of sorts. Well, Dino, for a second, Sonic the Hedgehog flashed across the screen, and Dino always looks stoned, miserable, or homophobic. Yeah. Usually a combination of the three. Of the three, yeah. But suddenly, the clouds parted. When he saw Sonic the Hedgehog, and he didn't know I was watching him, but I caught him just,
2: oh,
1: yeah. Sonic,
2: yeah. Sonic.
1: Yeah, it was like, a, I don't know, it was like someone finding, like, a buried treasure or something. Just it wasn't that much excitement. It was more,
0: see, Leo, that is, that is life-changing, and that's just bliss. And, uh, but like, this was just, like, he took a Vicodin on a Sunday when he had his schedule cleared. That's what it looked oh, like on his face. Just, just uh, a happy place. Just a ha- his happy place. He, it, there was a, a hint of sexual
1: longing in it. Okay. Maybe like a, like a mother's womb or something. A warm place. There's
0: was sexual longing yeah. for you in your mother's womb?
1: Well, I mean, does ever, doesn't ever does everyone... Isn't that like a thing? That's according according to Freud. Yeah. Sigmund Freud. Yeah, yeah. Father there you go. of modern not, psychology. Not Siegfried and Freud? It's not Siegfried Freud. <laughs> um... He says that we are all we all want to have sex with our moms. Does he say that? Exactly. He say, well, he sort of mentions that that is the case, yeah.
3: I think that all girls want to have sex with
1: their dad. That is, It seems like that because if you look at many a girl, the guy she ends up with, not the guy she dates, yeah, the guy she ends up with is yeah. often a mirror image of her dad. It's I absolutely believe thing. that. Which is why if Ratic Ralph has a daughter, <laughs> God save us all. <sighs> That is, yeah, that is scary to say the least. I just watched his like entrance. Uh, Dino and Austin were talking about it in uh in Adam 22's reality show. It was pretty funny, man. Can I see but it? Yeah, yeah, let's watch it. Let's pull it <laughs> up. It's on the, the, the no the no jumper YouTube. Let's watch it with all the boys. Also,
0: Austin, we should have Chat GPT pulled up on this computer, ready to go. Do you have it? Uh yeah, I have it. It's free. You should have it. Well, we I should look up if Freud says that everybody wants to fuck their mom. I thought there yeah. was some nuance, but then again, I don't know
1: yeah I, know, think, I think carly young was the one that ad- added some nuance to it but uh but freud was just like was man anyway. motherfuckers want to have sex with their mom freud was often to the point
0: oh dude Crip mac weighs in on the war between israel and palestine Crip mac's the man we dude. haven't talked about this but he we got him in a video with red dick ralph it's, and he almost
1: beat the shit out of him it was uh, great man and and you know you, you don't know what to expect when you meet a real crip but uh man he was entertaining Let is this a full episode that. Yeah, it's I the think 25 minutes. Hell here. yeah. Yeah, this is Rat Dick's entrance, right? <coughs> yeah, this is his entrance. From the door, from the door, right? Yep. Alright, cool. Watch this, Danny. It's a fucking classic. Oh What's
2: my
3: god.
0: Interesting. There's a lot of fit, young looking dudes on
3: here. And you got This guy was real original, was dad, huh? With Adam so twenty three hat.
1: That's not a best. joke he's heard before. Elena, yeah, I, I think I hope you like rat because I came ready to f- where the f- <laughs> you, find this guy? you know, I'm ready to fill you. I hope you. <laughs> hope you like cheese, that's my. It's my specialty. <laughs> they call me Ralph, <laughs> Ralph because
2: I have a small penis. <laughs> <Really> gross. Confidence. <laughs> Come on up here so we can get a good look at you. Nah, I have been able to get
3: one word out because I am just afraid. <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll this I am outfit. ready for this, <laughs> dude. You've
1: done porn before, or would this be your first uh, scene? You know, I have a lot of like porn in the books with rap <laughs> Pam, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Unreleased. on you for now, cause <laughs> I can't f you. I'm ready to strip tease. Dude, <laughs> dude, he's good, dude. Dude, Ratdick's good. He's dude. a star. Yeah, he is a, a star, hug, dude. Let's we'll see what the chemistry yeah. is like. Yes, yeah, let's get a hug for sure. Is he going to grab her ass? Oh yeah, he grabs her fucking ass, dude. Oh. Fucked up, dude. The sexual assault on cam. Yeah, she didn't mind. Like, the, of course not. Of I'm right? sure. Obviously, it wasn't really sexual assault. Sexual assault.
0: You like cheese? Cause I came to fill you up.
4: Wow. Well, I'm really looking forward to the d- cheese.
0: Do you like d- cheese? I, I just call it. I just, c- <laughs> c- I just. I shoot loads of it, and I sell have a bunch of jars of it at home as I sell it to. <laughs> Dude, yes. you sell your. C- yeah, I sell my. C- <laughs> c- I He's my not f- even f- doing <laughs> a bed either. This is he real. I know it's so fucking yeah. disgusting. Should start charging
4: yeah. more. That's a lot of work.
3: Yeah. We know there's small vials of. C- and I let it age
0: for
1: a little bit. Age <laughs> rat cheese. That's so uh, my thing. That's super hot. Yeah, okay. hot. I hope we pick him. Yeah, let's I do like this. It. Thank
5: you for coming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: can go this way. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm not.
1: I in, you know, erotic, because it's porn star. That's how porn star would do it. I'm a porn star. They're all just like, oh, I'm sexy. It's like, nah, I'm a porn star. You're just <laughs> some dude. I'm a porn star. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I came here
5: to be naked, to <laughs> <all this laughs> Is
0: dude. it too early
1: in the series to show him getting kicked off? Has that happened yet? I think it's probably in another episode, right?
0: Wow. I think they really made a mistake not just keeping Rat Dick on. Like, Rat yeah. Dick Ralph needs to be... Oh, yeah. Like, better call Saul. We need a better call Rat
1: Dick. I mean, look, if, if I was, like... On the Bachelor, if it was the Bachelorette, they would keep him around. And every like week on Reddit, all the women would be like, "Why is he still there? I don't <laughs> get it." And because me, a producer, me and you, yes, are just like, "Sorry, we got to keep Brad Dick on another week. We have a bid for him next week, so we got to keep him on another week." Well, we
0: need to take our own advice and not be so hasty to keep firing him because yeah. he provided us some gold. Yes, he provided us. I mean, it was just the rattiest of rad dick performances you could imagine. There was everything anybody could have wanted. Mushrooms, yeah. rat pussy Pam, mm-hmm. a filthy apartment, mm-hmm. him getting his ass kicked, mm-hmm. and him being terrified of the cops to the point where he just opened the door while the car was going like 10 miles per hour, got out, ran into a bush, and had to get another ride home from Corona, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He freaked out. Uh, he, we lost our rat. He wouldn't yeah. get back in the car no. because we were fucking with him so hard. Oh, yeah, dude. No, he's. Uh, it was. It was perfect. I mean, you'll see the video. It's gonna be. It, we're glad to have him back, honestly. But um, yeah, he's I'm sure a real he talent. Where he might wear out as welcome here soon. But you know, we'll we'll see what we can do. We gotta we gotta find ways to kind of corral him, corral that energy. You Don't know be I mean? negative now. I'm not gonna be negative. You're being negative. No, I'm not. You're being pessimistic. No, I'm not. All right, I love rat. Think he's doing great.
0: You know. I was watching some documentaries last night. I had a nice Sunday. I went and saw nice. the Detroit Lions play the Chargers oh, at SoFi didn't. Stadium. Oh, you went. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to wear earplugs? I did. I rocked the earplugs, but it wasn't as loud for some reason. It wasn't as loud. I don't I don't think as many people give a shit about Detroit as they did about
1: the Broncos. You think that's what it is, or maybe like they, they got so many complaints because they had been turning me. I think they turned something up in there, man.
0: Maybe because it, it was, was crazy. quieter. But the first thing I get there a little bit late. And the Charger score a touchdown, and unbeknownst to me, they fire off a cannon. Whenever the 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 idea that anybody enjoys just a really
1: loud noise, like how is that production? I don't know, man. They need more girls, short skirts, less noise. In my opinion, The,
0: the cannon, I. People made fun of me when I was going to get my ticket, tech, my ticket checked because I covered my head and ducked like there was an active shooter.
1: Well, dude, it's incredibly loud. I remember the cannon when we went to the game, it was just insanely loud. Couldn't it was like if, you, I, if you're if we were on the other side, we were on the opposite mm-hmm. side of the cannon, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. If we were on that side, is that we're, we're, what side were you on? Were we I was right underneath cannon? it, oh, right underneath God. the fucking, and that's just.
0: I, don't, I never got warheads when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having trouble speaking right now. I got my lip cut in jujitsu. I got kicked in the face. Mm. It's like up in underneath the gum, too. You're one of the guys that doesn't like you, huh? Maybe. Remember warheads, though? Yeah. I never got warheads because the idea is, hey, this tastes like shit. I dare you put it in your mouth. No. At the Charger Stadium, hey, this might blow out your eardrums. You better like it, bitch. If Austin Eckler runs one in, uh, what are we going to do next? Is there going to be a team where there's going to be a tear gas grenade that detonates whenever they make a field goal? (laughs) Are we going to... We've done taste. We've done ears. Are we going to start disrupting vision? Just drop the tear gas grenade. (laughs) Drop the... Fucking...
1: Justin Tucker kicked one in for Baltimore and then your your eyes burned for the rest of the second half. What about a couple live rounds just right into the crowd? If it hits someone, it hits someone, you know? Like Mm. with that people would risk their lives, but it would be like it would be an adrenaline rush, you know? You know, Leo, I don't think I think there might be something to that. I think we've gotten
0: so caught up. Maybe like a bow. We're out of problems, dude. We're out of problems. Like Mm -hmm. Dino is upset because he was trying to download some sort of new strategy game on his phone Mm -hmm. and the internet was too slow for it to download before we started podcast it's
1: already the highest internet that austin is paying way too much for there you go
0: yeah and dino's his week is ruined now done he's going to be in bed smoking weed Mm -hmm. jerking off he's writing this one off it's monday and it's already (laughs) over it's over if dino however went to a card tournament over at paper heroes the card place in santa monica and you know one of the guys who worked there just pulled out a beretta from behind the counter and shot three of them dead. Dito would be able to put his problems in perspective. Correct. Correct. And if we did it at the Charger Stadium. Wait, wait, that sounds like we're planning this. <laughs> I'm it's speaking not be us. It's purely yeah. hypothetical. Yeah. What I'm saying is that a little bit of death does help one put their problems into perspective. Correct. You can get
3: like really cheap seats if you sh- if you sit in the shooting area. I love it. Oh, the splash zone. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: Dollar. a dollar a dollar receipt. a A yeah. dollar you're in for a buck and you buck. know
0: and you know so many people in LA would oh, yeah. be like
1: shit Holmes, a, a dollar to see those chargers it's only a nine millimeter <laughs> night dog they're only using a nine millimeters not the AK night dog Fuck uh, it, dog I took a nine millimeter round in grade school dog that shit ain't gonna kill me you can wear a bulletproof vest if you want. It's up to you, man. You whatever know?
0: you want, dude. Yeah, One guy just shows up with a bunch of ski jackets on. He's <laughs> like, oh, I hope this stops the stop
1: it. One guy has phone books, bro. Just stacked phone books. Yeah, hell yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. I think it's very fascinating, Leo. Mm. I think there's something to that.
1: What's up, guys? Wanted to take a break from the podcast to tell you about prize picks for a second. Now, A lot of you guys know already it's the way to like watch any sports. It's, it's your supplementation. If you know what I mean, to make sports more exciting, if you know what I mean, so right now during basketball and football season, Prize Picks is a must, and you can win up to twenty-five times your money. Now it's really it's a lot better than fantasy sports because you're not going against like teams and stuff; you're going against just like the num the numbers, the numbskies, if you know what I mean. So it's just you versus the numbers. It's a lot better. Um, it's what is it? It's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. All right. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. All right. Um, so I kind of I would just describe how it works if you haven't tried it yet. And a lot of you guys are trying it. So I, I, I'm happy about that. But seriously, it's, it's very easy to use. It's just you against the numbers, like I said. So instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, because you know they've got some guys that are like, They use it. They're using AI against you. You don't have to battle that when you're doing prize picks. All right. So you just kind of you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. And also they have something which I think is super dope. They have injury insurance. And let me describe what that is for you. It's the reboot policy, all right? PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. gets injured For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policy. That's kind of sick, right? Like, for real, it's, it's actually pretty sick. Um, so, uh, they have weekly promotions too. that can lead to big payouts, like taco Tuesday, each Tuesday, price picks, discount, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And it's also super easy to use. It takes like 60, less than 60 seconds. You can put it in, bop, bop, bop. You're ready to go. Go enjoy the game. Makes it a lot more fun. And like I said, guys, thank you for checking out PrizePix. Uh, they've been they've been hitting me up saying thank you to you guys. So go to prizepix.com slash LDS and use code LDS for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Do you hear me? Go to prizepix.com slash LDS and use code LDS for a first deposit match up to $100. All right. And, and thank you, guys. Um, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Peace. But uh, but bringing it back to to you going to a football game, you went to some UCLA games, right? But not that many. If I ever went to a UCLA game, I was shitfaced and I was only thinking about trying to get laid. Okay, but do you remember anything specific? Dude, the the dance team, that's all I remember about the fucking games. Mm -hmm. They were just uh, like... The hottest girls doing like literally stripper move dancing. You know, I did. I, they change that by the time you were there. I always found the dance team to be underwhelming. Really? I thought there were hotter chicks just on the swim team and the soccer team. Hmm. The dance team the year that I was there, oh, four, oh, five was dude they were knockouts and they all look like they could do some stripping on the side. Maybe that's changed. Maybe that's something hmm. we lost after twenty seventeen. Are and you sure you were looking at the
0: cheerleaders,
1: not the dance team, though, because they were d- different. You might be right. Yeah, I was, could be thinking of the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders were always underwhelming. They were yeah. just like beast athletes. Like it was hard to get. Not into. even.
0: I feel like they weren't even always
1: beast athletes. Really? Yeah, because cheerleading. When I was in high school, there was a fat girl on our cheerleading team. Well, she was one. Of, she was at the bottom of the pyramid, the base, You don't yeah. be fucking talking shit about the base, dog. You need a big bitch down there to hold mm. to hold it down. You need Big Bertha to throw Britney! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fifteen feet into the sky.
3: <laughs> and if they don't have like a big fat chick, they just use gay guys.
0: Yeah, that's a new development, too. I remember Dude, there was a that's bit... That's true, that's true. There was a uh, bit in the Ali G show where mm. Sasha Baron Cohen went to Alabama, a University of Alabama football game, and oh, he pretended wow. he was a gay male cheerleader, <laughs> and he got booed out of the stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he had all the greatest bits of all time. Like as far as like in our genre, it's tough to beat him, dude. Amazing. He's done these, just so many bits,
0: dude. but I'm, I'm pretty sure though. Like, if you look it up, Austin? I think there is a trans cheerleader for an NFL team now, which just shows sure. you how far things have changed. Here's what I was saying about the dance team though. Yeah. Leo is that, at UCLA, the elite athlete chicks that actually are the best at what they do, to me, they're way hotter than the chicks on the dance team. Who it's almost like a club sport. Mm-hmm. There's real, the bar isn't that high to get in. on. Which team?
1: It's uh, the, the Carolina
0: Panthers. Panthers. I like how they had to start it out of the Carolina Panthers.
1: Well, whatever. I mean,
0: <laughs> you got. We got to go to the comment section. I gotta see this the comment is crazy, section,
1: dude. It's nice to see her teammates recognize her bravery too. Wow. This brightened my day which is <laughs> they're all positive. I'm surprised. I'm wow. very surprised. But
3: now we have to sort by newest.
1: Bud Light. Daddy must be so proud.
0: <laughs> oh, here's a nice one. Transgender is a euphemism for homosexual. <laughs> NFL wants fans to accept homosexuality. This is what fans children's watch.
1: But isn't that a job taken from a real woman though?
0: Austin knows how to find the the troll account. Yeah, did you see world. that? How did he
1: know right away he how knows. to find the fucking
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's um interesting i like how they do it with the panthers though they introduce her to the it's probably the single shittiest franchise in the sport so like we'll start here and see how it goes let
1: me say this 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 fucking chick though you know i'm calling her a chick I feel like she's got like at least second deck. She looks like a girl from the second deck. She's a, That's a
0: pretty good looking trans girl. Exactly. That's so like, that's all girl. good.
1: If you got a second Dino would, deck, Dino would hit. They could call them second deck trans. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like she's, she you can't tell she's a girl from the second deck or a girl or a guy from the second deck. If you got a first, like a fucking, like if you. <laughs> If you got a sideline trans, dude, oh, you're dude. fucked, bro. <laughs> yeah, if you if you got a bitch that looks like a well, guy, one of the old just- <laughs>
0: linemen's gonna like saunter up and be like, hey, let me get your number. And then yeah. and then everybody on the it, team's it, gonna make fun of him when he fucks Exactly.
1: You. He's like, he's fucked, dude. You could really tear the team down with that shit. to Very careful.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Leo, that's genius. So right now, this is a second level trans.
1: Cheerleader. Yeah. Second dick trans. But <laughs> once
0: we get to the 49ers, Dallas, oh, Jerry Jones of oh. Dallas. Dude, she's gonna have to be like a in Jerry Jones's tour bus kind of trash oh, she's girl. She's
1: sucking his dick. She's sucking his dick for sure.
0: She is going to be the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. The it's cream of the crop. Yeah. Before in Dallas, and conservative Dallas, she yeah. better bring something. Oh yeah. The game was good, but then afterwards, Leo, I was watching I was watching uh some documentaries, some Louis through BBC documentaries. Mm-hmm. And there's this. Uh, there's one they do where they go and they they meet Nick Fuentes' followers. Ooh! And Nick Fuentes' followers. He's got this. These kids who maybe Nick Fuentes shook their hand at a rally, or maybe he knows their name because they're big supporters online or something. But these kids, they all wear pit vipers. What? And they all go out and just stream. And there's it. Here's how I'm gonna describe them right now. It is. They are Dino and Austin. Really, they're the same <laughs> fucking people. Really, dude. yes, oh yes. I, I kind
3: of want to say that's not true, but it is like totally true. Well, really, like, here's the
0: thing: is like, <laughs> what are the characteristics? I, I don't know. I the whole Nick Fuentes thing. I thought like his followers were smarter than they actually were. It turns out a lot of them were just fucking idiots. No, they're yeah. all dorks. They're dude. idiots, really? dude. and they're not smart because like I did. <clears throat> I didn't know much about Nick Fuentes, and I heard a lot of people say he was really smart. Even he, on his streams, I was like, this is pretty fucking stupid. A lot of the stuff he says is fucking stupid.
1: I've never watched any of it, so I can't really have it. I don't have an opinion on it, but what, but what is... What, what what kind of things is he... What does he push? Like, what's his... So,
0: I, I don't want to, like... Well, so his, his thing is... And Austin, you could check with me on this, too. It's pretty much that, like, black people and women and gays and liberals all have beliefs that are at odds with the traditional american christian values that the country was founded on mm-hmm. and therefore th- we we should limit immigration to stop the problem where it is now and then push back against it and christify and whiten america mm. that's which, pretty
3: accurate really he's like a super catholic yeah. and he just he's like almost like a like a the not a theologist what do they call it a theocracy like he's almost like pro theocracy but
0: but some of his rants on the podcast will he'll do five minutes on how like girls are retarded mm, okay. and, it, and it comes off like you told dino all right dino entertain me for five minutes do it right now cameras are rolling and it's like all, all right this guy isn't the uh the incisive social critic i once thought he was but one thing is What I thought, so Louis Theroux goes, and Louis Theroux is BBC, which are just mainstream media, and he's got his talking points. To me, it just seems like what Nick is saying is, well, there are are black people who are also patriots and Christian also. And his philosophy doesn't leave much room for nuance there. It's like, hey, not everybody who's brown or a woman hates America and isn't Christian. But in his mind, like only white men or Christian who have American values. But his underlings, who really all I want to talk about, mm-hmm. they just go out with <laughs> with Bluetooth speakers slung around their shoulders, and they have maybe 500 people watching live, like if that, because these guys are way down the chain of command, and. All- Of the 500 people watching live, 499 are tipping in increments of like 50 cents to get a message played over the Bluetooth that's just littered with the N-word.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. These these guys exist, dude? I've done it. Why do they do that? It's
3: sketchy, man. Like I went With a speaker. Yeah, I went out with a speaker during the Super Bowl over in the hood. Oh God. Like Inglewood, I think, is where the, the stadium is. And someone donated to me on my speaker like, Fuck Crips. And then, like, it blur And oh. I was like, bro, you're trying to get me killed out here. Dude. But also,
0: and also the reason that it reminded me of these guys, too, is these guys, I mean, I sort of can relate to it, but they think just any word that is politically incorrect, which, again, I sort of relate to this, they love it, mm-hmm. and that's it basically makes up half their vocabulary. Yeah. So just every chance they get, they're saying retard, they're dropping hard Fs, they're mm-hmm. dropping... Not too many end bombs. I think they they know that that's not socially acceptable. Oh, they don't get they their, don't their ass, ass kicked.
1: Beat up. They don't get their ass kicked. But yeah.
0: they're just like their their bits are. It, it's it would be like if you and I filmed an Edward Forty Hands ten years before we ever filmed an Edward Forty. Oh yeah, that would have been
1: interesting when Wait, if we were like sixteen. These
3: Guys are like kind of confusing until you learn that he's never touched a woman before. Yeah, and it starts to make a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, I just um. Huh. Yeah, I, I the, really I just wanted to comment on his underlings who were fucking hilarious, but absolutely remind me of Austin and Dino and Swolby yeah. running around Koreatown <laughs> live streaming. So the
1: the, yeah. so the the gist of of the documentary was that this is like a problem or yeah, I mean, he?
0: dude, Louis C.K. in the BBC, a lot of his takes where where one of the guys was just kind of going through right wing talking points. Like you can't say white power, but you could say every other kind of power. Mm-hmm. And then Louis just gives canned philosophy college professor responses, mm-hmm. which you knew that was going to happen. It's. And so that was made it kind of disappointing that Louis Louis Theroux can't, um, he can't be nuanced about anything. He just has to take a hardcore BBC left wing mainstream media stance. Yeah. And he can't be like, Hey Nick, I agree that, the lack of Christian values and the disdain for America is a problem. Like he couldn't even meet him in the middle there. Damn. I mean, obviously I don't want Louis Theroux to go and endorse full on fucking white nationalism, but it was just the whole, the whole time. You know, it was, it was a fun documentary. I recommend it. And the other one was on extreme alcoholism and it made me think of Neeks. Oh God.
1: (laughs) How far, I mean, can you believe that 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 Nick Fuentes, I mean, he's just like, he was hanging around. He was hanging with like Kanye. Yeah. A while, he's a really like,
3: smart guy. He's like really good at like social engineering and
1: shit. Like you know yeah. when he
3: weaseled his way into all these like places. It's like, I'll, damn. I'll dude.
1: say this. Just in my mind, the, every time I th- if I think Nick Fuentes, I see him in a suit because he's always in a suit. Yeah. That auto- automatically makes me think he's smarter than, than he probably dude, is. Dude, he's
3: my age. He started doing his stuff when he was like 18. That explains a lot. Just wearing a suit with a green screen behind yeah. him.
1: And and I'm not,
0: I don't claim to be super smart politically or in any other way, but I did think he was going to be more impressive intellectually than he was. Do you agree that he's not some sort of super genius that people make him out to be?
3: No, I mean, I don't think like debate-wise and stuff, he's like some kind of super genius. I just think for... He's not like Destiny. A guy
0: like like Destiny is super impressive to me intellectually. Mm.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that... If you watch Destiny and him debate, they're pretty close. Like Nick is a really good debater because he's had to be because he's been doing this for so long now and he always has to argue with people. But I think he's more just smart in the way he's able to just like sort of keep getting his name out there and hanging out with Kanye and just Mm -hmm. like... I I don't know. He has like different... He's like almost like street smarts as opposed to like book smarts. Sure, I respect
0: that. And I... I'm a fucking idiot. So I feel weird. Even a, a, a... probable white nationalist i feel weird calling stupid because i don't like calling anybody stupid when it comes to like semi-white
3: nationalist history though like he's got he knows the dates and everything he's really like well congratulations he him.
0: knows when nathan bedford forrest was born and he knows when emmett till <laughs> was lynched yep yep good for him
1: what's up guys wanted to take a break from the podcast to tell you real quick about quip now there's a lot of the, like subscriptions that you guys probably have that are not helping you get the ladies. They're not helping you in your hygiene to be sexier. Quip is something that will help you be sexier and have better oral care. All right, now you get an electric toothbrush, you get mint and gum dispensers, you get a, a water flosser, guys, all right? November, we're going to talk about their electric toothbrusher, All right, guys? It's the holiday season. You got to be fresh. Uh, to me, it's better than the Sonic. It also has a timing mechanism, so you know you're you're putting enough time into your teeth, and you're really brushing your teeth. The water flosser, it's it's better than floss, but you should be doing both. I'm not saying you should be doing floss, but like the water flosser makes it even easier to do because it's pretty easy. I keep mine right by the shower. So, you know, I could spray around in the shower, let it go a little bit and it doesn't go all over the place, all over my mirror and stuff like that. So it gets pretty easy. You get kind of in a habit of doing it guys. And like, if you don't floss, you're going to have bad breath guys. And this is not what you want, all right? You want to have fresh breath for the ladies. Having hygiene is one of the things that helps you get the ladies. Now, for like a low monthly price, you can get these things delivered to your home. It makes it a lot easier to just focus on your oral health when you don't got to think about going to the market and getting these things, if you know what I mean. Now, they have a great deal for you, and and over 9 million people, 9 million mouths have been affected by these Quip products. So what, what makes you think it's not going to help you also? Now, if you, get, if you go to getquip.com slash LDS, right now you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser at getquip.com slash LDS. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash L-D-S. Quip, the good habits company. So go check them out. They're going to help you get the latest. Well, so I watched that, but the alcoholism documentary was fucking gnarly. Dude. All right. So what, what makes an actual, I mean, what constitutes an actual alcoholic though? Because this has been a, something that I've always talked about and everybody has like their like definition of an actual alcoholic. What do you, what do you think? And what does the documentary say? It didn't
0: define the word alcoholic. It just showed people in the belly of alcoholism. Dr. Drew always said when consequences start arising in your life that you're probably an alcoholic, whether that is your health deteriorating problems in your relationship, not being able to make it to work, not being able to stay sober at work. So I think that's the definition broadly of alcoholism. But different people can function at different level of out. Of al- some people. They're 18 years old. And they have to get sober because they came this close to dying. Right. They were deathbed alcoholics before they graduated high school. Other people are alcoholics who are 74 and have been drinking their whole lives, like Charles Bukowski. Hmm. Charles Bukowski was an alcoholic with relatively few consequences throughout his life. Hmm. You could argue that it made him rich even. He was a great writer, yeah. But in this documentary, dude, there's a 40... So, a middle-aged, frumpy, Cameroonian French woman... Is hanging out with Louis Theroux. She drinks five tall cans of 9% alcohol every day, maybe six or seven actually. She drinks those every day. And she's got a boyfriend who is like a, a, a kind of a handsome 40 year old doc worker who's also an alcoholic. Wow. And she, they go up to her and Louis Theroux go up to this guy for an interview. And the first thing he says is, Yeah, uh, e- usually my girlfriends, I, don't, I can't do an English act. Let me try this again. <clears throat> yeah usually my girlfriends have tits and asses but i made an exception for this one (laughs) and louis is just like what a thing to say you say that to her face he's like i don't care
5: and
0: then then he's like you want to have a go and he gets up and he tries to fight louis through like but then they go back the next day and he's on the bench and the girl's like oh Michael, I'd, I'd like to speak to you. And Louis Theroux is like, I'm Louis Theroux with the BBC. Can we can we can we maybe settle the the score from yesterday? I'd like to apologize. The guy <laughs> turns around and goes, "I was shagging me ex girlfriend last night," <laughs> right to the girl's face. What the hell? <laughs> he dude? just abuses this alcoholic girl. Oh my god, dude! And they're Cameroonian. One of them was Cameroonian. The other guy's a white English. The guy who talks all the shit's a white English dude. What a strange bear. But then. They, there was one guy in there who's got liver cirrhosis, and his belly's all swollen up. Mm. And they had to drain his fucking belly. He's got three months to live, and he just
1: has to sit there and get his belly drained all the time. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible death, dude. That was a uh, dare would go through liver cirrhosis and how painful it is in your final days. I guess you turn yellow, too. You know, yeah. Your liver starts working. It's pretty gnarly. You think he would still get pussy with liver cirrhosis? I me yeah um, yeah I mean a, a certain <laughs> level of pussy I think I I think I'd get a certain level of it but it wouldn't be really high quality Danny boy I don't think I'd be pulling any uh, any college girls here and there I asked Leo once how much money it would take
0: for him to switch wee wee's with Rat Dick Ralph you quoted I think like twenty million it was
1: twenty so I never have to worry about anything including my family yeah uh, twenty million
0: and I asked you if you'd still
1: get pussy with Rat Dick's wee wee and you said absolutely you would still mm-hmm. oh yeah. I would I would still get it would yeah I would have the money to kind of like I know that every girl wouldn't would leave kind of unhappy after our you know our sexual encounters you know what I mean but uh-huh. it wouldn't matter because I, there would there'd always be another one I could wine and dine you know take out have a Have a beautiful place, you know. My butler, I'd have a butler for God's sake. If you
0: had $20 million, girls would tell you they had the biggest cock. You had the biggest cock they'd ever seen. Oh,
1: yeah. They they would try to wife me up. They'd be like, Oh, you have a boyfriend cock. And I'd be like, Really? Uh You sure about
0: Uh that? Uh Mm -hmm. A fucking rat cock. You got a transfusion of ratcock. Are you sure? I had a buddy. This guy, not he, wasn't really a buddy. He was. I we called him Smee when I lived with him at Seventy Four. He mm-hmm. used to a drive many, many stories with Smee. Yeah, SME. we've talked about Smee. I'm sure on he, this podcast. He told me though that he really wished that he got to fuck girls and then court them because he was really short and out of shape and you know all around a total piece of shit actually. So it wasn't just like he was short. Like, if you're a guy listening, that's you can be short and be a boss. A lot of the she, biggest pimps I know are short. Uriah Faber. Yeah. Uriah Faber, biggest mm-hmm. pimp I've ever met, five foot five. I and
1: think. he wasn't even rich when you met him, right? I mean, he or was. No. He,
0: no. no right? He yeah. wasn't. No. He was um, probably making like 40 grand a year, something like that. Wow. But it, Smee mm-hmm. ate pizza every meal of the day and he oh. drank a handle of evan williams four times a week so we'd get four of them a week and just cycle through them at night just get shit-faced
2: oh my god maybe
0: the biggest loser i ever met he however had a big meaty fucking dick that sucks and he just that was his thing he had a big cock and he just he wished profoundly that girls would see his penis and fuck him before he had to talk to him (laughs) because he just could not get laid he, oh, it was impossible wow. for him to get laid because the cock was the last thing. So what I'm saying is, guys, <laughs> if you're like me and you have a less than impressive cock, you're good. Because chicks don't see it until they it's already like you. It's too late. Till it's too late. Till it's too fucking late. That's how I like it. Yeah. Wh- whenever I reveal myself to a woman, uh, you know.
5: Too <laughs> late.
0: Yay, peso too pluma.
1: late. Dude, yeah. I pretend I'm peso pluma. I've been listening to peso. I know I've been talking about it, but yeah, man, it's he's good, dude peso is good he's changing the uh, he's changing the game for the for the mexicans bro he really is so he's putting mexico on the map he's kind of putting mexico on the map for uh, in music yeah man so uh you're, you're gonna get called peso boomer for a lot longer my hell friend. yeah dude yeah i think the uh we wanted I don't, we can't do it but we wanted to do a video going to the mexico Colombia game at, at the i think it's where the galaxy play yeah Down, dude that would be a that would be like seventy thousand mexicans that if would i was be Peso,
0: dope. dude. Uh, Yeah, it's right after I go to
1: Tennessee. It'd be amazing. We we just buzz places in the limousine in a limo, limo. dude. As peso, dude. dude, You know I can speak Spanish, dog. I'd be a big. I could be a peso bodyguard. bodyguard. Easy, dude. Give me a good
0: outfit. Oh Oh. my god, dude. We could just get a bunch of fat Latino women in the fucking in the limo, dude. Dude, We're hitting this. It doesn't matter that we can't do this event. There's gonna be plenty of events. There's gonna be a Mexican event we can hit. Honestly, dude. We could just drive in circles around Los Angeles, and basically all the bits would be there. I like. You know what we
1: could do for your Spanish to be that fucked up, I would think you need to be on what you- lean... Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but Saturday, Sa- pero sábado, dude. Why do you put that on a shirt, dude?
2: Just Pero sábado,
1: dude. That's actually <laughs> that's a, good a shirt, dude, shirt dude. dude. Dude, but but Saturday. Nah, real you, dude. You you. Have, I think you need to be sipping like lean, so I can tell. you like yeah? Dude, he's like, hey, the pesoist. Uh, he's very fucked up on the lean right now, so he's not talking too well, you know. And then you're just like, ah, I like and then nobody'll know, dude. Then nobody. As that's long as, genius, hey, dude. We're definitely you're you're sipping lean. Drove. Was it Lil Wayne or Lil John? That Lil was Wayne, a, dude. Lil he, Wayne. Was he had a famous, yeah. He had a famous fucking interview where he dropped it and he freaked out because it was his lean. Damn. and He had a really funny reaction to it. Lil but Wayne's yeah. kind of a legend, huh? A complete legend. Yeah. Obama. he's my favorite rapper. He's one but of those guys you
0: read his Wikipedia article and you're just like, I like this guy. He's dope. Right? He does a bunch of great. He's good friends with Skip Bayless too, which is real funny. You know, he's Skip Bayless. Skater. Yeah, the, uh, the sports the analyst, broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and like Skip Bayless, just the whitest guy you could ever imagine. Will like trot little Wayne out for a sports segment sometimes like <laughs> man I'm cowboy yeah, run the ball
1: yeah yeah no, Skip has to like have a conversation with him <laughs> it's impressive man with all the weed and, and lean he's drank that he can just like he's like a legendary rapper I mean he could just lay down some crazy like tracks with just like on on lean and just like first time he's doing it and then Apparently, he'll just go on like freestyle sometimes and just it's a hit song, dude. And then he just like re-records that. It's, it's he's very impressive. I dude.
3: watched a video of him recently with his son, who is like 12 years old. And he's, like, talking to his son, and I'm just sitting there going, like, man, his son is, like, so much more articulate and, like, able really? to speak compared to
1: him. Yeah, his son better be in the best private schools in L.A. That's what it seems like all the athletes the or the uh, rappers end up doing is they put their kid. I know, like, the Mayweather's kids went to, like, a super private school in Valencia, random, out here. And like uh, some of them, I know Denzel's kids went to just because he's black. I mean, yeah, he's a black man. Uh, he sent them to Campbell Hall in the Valley, which was like a 30, 40 grand a year kind of school. Wait, Why would you say just because he's black? I don't know. But I was saying like I, I was grouping Denzel in with rappers. Oh, okay. And, okay. Uh, rappers and athletes. But okay. I was thinking about like, yeah, like just ra- rappers did you, being. Did you hear Michael in. Irvin
0: calling out his
1: son? No, I didn't hear about that. So Michael
0: Irvin, the Cowboys wide receiver, has a son who's rapping about having guns and being gangsta. And bro. Michael Irvin just gets on TV. He was like, man, my son's a rapper. He's rapping about being hood. So you grew up in a gated fucking community. I love that. Just shit, fucking dude. punked his son on the air. Dude. Amazing. Because, yeah, Michael Come Irvin's on, got bro. so
1: much money. Great. He was uh, the longest yard. He was he's a really good actor. Fuck. He's what the man. You, yeah. What's up, guys? Wanted to take another break from the podcast and tell you about Factor Meals. Now, what is Factor Meals? They're ready to go meals that can, will be delivered to you. We have a great deal that I'm going to tell you about shortly. But what I like about these guys is they're ready to eat. So they're ready in two minutes or less. Now, what I also like is that you can pick some protein, some protein, extra protein meals. You can pick calorie conscious meals because you boys trying to have abs for the holidays. I'm trying to separate myself from the pack during the holidays. And factor meals can help me get there. All right. But also it's, cheaper than going out and buying food in Los Angeles for me as well right now. And I've been searching and been looking at some of these prices guys and they're pretty good. And the deal that they're going to give us is pretty good too. So I'm going to tell you about that in a second with our code. You know what I mean? But also you have to remember that you guys during the holiday seasons can be kind of overwhelmed, right? And there can be like a lot of things going on. So having like a, a, a somebody on your side, like this delivery service, it's just another thing that you subscribe to that is aiding you in life that's not taking away from you in life you know make a few good choices like getting some factor meals delivered to your house my friends you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice too if you're if you're an environmentalist all right that's another thing you can do but also guys um you know if you're looking to like maybe like spice it up with the ladies a little bit you know what i mean you can level up to gourmet plus all right, which is pretty cool. Uh, so they're prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Enjoy premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. So if you want to impress a lady, you have these factor meals ready to go. You, you can make it. You know, you can make her think that you cooked them. For God's sakes. But either way, if you're trying to get jacked, they got that. If you're trying to stay lean, they got that also. And guys, they're ready to go in two minutes. All right, so they're simplifying things, all right? They're simplifying your life. So look, head to factormeals.com slash LDS50 and use code LDS50 to get 50% off. Did you hear me? That's code LDS50 at factormeals.com slash LDS50 to get 50% off. Now go and enjoy those meals and let me know what you think. They're fire. Fucking Michael awesome.
0: Irvin is another guy who's just so he just sauntered up to some chick in a hotel room went in a blackout and asked her if she'd ever had any black dick. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. Can you pull it up? It just happened, dude. Oh, what's dude. his name? No, no, not on YouTube. Just uh, Michael Irvin. Just type in, yeah, and then go to I R V I N. And then go to like uh yeah, a, contra- a penis woman, dr- drunk woman, penis woman. Penis. There.
1: Woman. Drunk. (laughs) Let me see this shit. Dude, what? It's a $100 million suit? Relax, dude. Okay, let me read this. That was it? That was it? That was it? That was it? it, it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The
0: Marriott Hotel chain claims NFL commentator Michael Irvin made a lewd remark to an employee, repeatedly touched her, and then leered at her and made a crude comment after she walked away. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find the comment. Irvin's attorney oh, called man. it hogwash. What you got to love. Yeah. Anytime somebody uses the word hogwash, I'm in favor. You got to love it, yeah. Uh, dude, I love... Oh, dude, his attorney's... No, what are you doing, Austin? His attorney's fucking getting after it. It just blows my mind that in 2023 we're still dragging and
1: hanging brothers by a tree, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You gotta, go the, you gotta, you gotta go victim, dude. Sometimes I love it. You gotta dude. go victim. Dude. For Michael, I got no problem with of it. Of course, I got dude. no, dude. Michael I think he's a Hall of Famer too. But why are they just calling him an NFL commentator, Michael? Irvine? Isn't oh. he like a Hall of Famer? So he
0: played for the Cowboys in the 90s. I guess he was the only receiver who wanted to play the middle of the field. Wow. Because now. All the TV networks in the league wants players to score as many points as possible because high scoring games are better ratings. Back then, the league was very defensive minded. There were no penalties about blindsiding a guy going helmet to helmet, just trying generally to knock receivers out of the game yeah. and maybe out of life. Jesus, Acceptable back then. And Michael Irvin would just run out there and catch passes and then basically get a concussion every single hit afterwards just legend dude. just just getting peppered they would find him like he got busted in a hotel room with a bunch of hookers and yeah. blow right before a game yeah. um what else has he done that i fucking like he uh he's like a good he's like one of the only broadcasters he's not a fucking pussy mm-hmm. and if somebody's giving him pussy answers he'll like
1: call the guy out and be like man you, you being real vanilla with me today wow. shit He's the fucking man. But also, I mean, does he deserve like an occasional, do you want this big black dick kind of yes. in public? He deserves it. Also, he when Artie Lang went after Joe Buck, that legendary Joe Buck-Artie
0: Lang feud, Michael Irvin was in the audience just dying laughing at like the fat chick jokes and oh, like the Tony shit. Homo jokes. Oh, the shit. man, dude. He's one of us. And I yeah. love that his attorney... <laughs> <laughs> it, blow, it blows my mind that yeah. in 2023 we're still
1: dragging and hanging brothers by a tree dude Yeah, man. you gotta always go with the lynching dude like compared to a lynch but i did this is kind of his like do you need my big dick because he basically oh. it's basically the same oh, thing dude. dude he is you yeah he is <laughs> Irvin asked the victim whether she knew anything about having a big black man inside of her does That's it say it that says. yeah go up. oh here
0: we go no no down i uh, see it
1: Irvin then asked the
0: victim whether she knew anything about having a big black man, man inside of her. You ever have her. a big black man inside <laughs> of you,
1: girl? You ever have a big black man
0: I like inside how, of you, girl? I like how he doesn't specify a big black cock. Yeah. He might have an average cock, just a big black man. Yeah.
1: You know, he's big. And then oh, Irvin I'm, then I'm te- glad he's still trying to get some pussy, dude. You know dude, he's a,
0: he's, he's a huge pimp, dude. Yeah. He's trying to raise another child in a gated community who's then going to grow up and represent himself as being hood.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you going to send your kids to private school? It depends
0: on, when I have kids that need to go to school, who knows how many years that is from now, mm-hmm. but dude, the educational system is a fucking problem.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the private school might be even worse than the public school at that point, like yeah. who knows which one's going to indoctrinate them more, you know? You know what book I read on this, that it's just becoming more and more relevant as
0: time passes? Douglas Murray, War on the War on the West. You know Douglas Murray? No. You know Douglas Murray? I thought he'd be your fucking hero. I thought that'd be... Austin's. Well, so, if, it was, if it was like shortened up into I like a bunch of... I have
3: heard of War on the West, though. I've heard of that book. Dude, yeah. it,
0: is, it basically explains everything going on right now. So, it pretty much all starts in the universities, and it all comes from Marxism.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All of these race-obsessed, victim mentality, uh, anti-capitalist professors, their god is Karl Marx, who wrote the Communist Manifesto the most anti-capitalist tome in existence. But not only him do they worship. There are, uh, what's the philosopher, like Satra? I can't really pronounce his name. But he was a guy who theorized that colonialism is evil. And the only way we can repent for our colonial sins is for the colonialized to colonize us. So... Um, like Africa, the Middle East, South America, them all come to us and destroy our nation. This guy, Satro, was like rooting for that. So, basically, in the universities, they're all just anti-capitalists, they're anti-white. They they hate white people for the original sin of slavery and colonialism and being complicit in capitalism. And therefore, they're for anything other than that. That's why there's been such a, uh, a rallying to Palestine right now, because it's a battle between a Western power and something other than that. And the university and the students are going to side with the non-Western power. And at first, that's going to be a minority. Like, at first, after the Israeli attacks... Pretty much people universally supported Israel. You were ostracized if you didn't. Biden was big on Israel. But then slowly, as the protests started happening, more and more people in academia started speaking up. More and more people in politics who just graduated college started speaking up. It it reverberates out from the universities, and then it infects other people, and then they start agreeing with whatever's going on on campus. Mm -hmm. So... I'm trying to think of, we're going back to the War of the West here.
3: Well, cultural Marxism.
0: Cultural Marxism. And it's insane that they will find reason to to knock over the statues of any of our founders, like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, uh, Abe Lincoln. But one chapter that really stuck with me in that book is he goes through all of their cultural heroes, like Marx himself, like these various other philosophers, and many of them were pedophiles, Karl Marx was a fucking vile racist, and nobody talks about that. Ibram X. Kendi and all these guys, BLM, they all love Marxism, but they will not admit that Marx was a horrible racist. And then, like, Thomas Jefferson... I mean, he fucked slaves. He liked black women, he- yeah, and he freed his own slaves.
3: They only go. freed yeah, two yeah. of his sons that were sl- like he had like I think five or six slave sons, and he only freed two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Jefferson, yeah. I-, yeah. I mean, I was making a joke, but
0: it's uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna pretend that people's private lives and beliefs matter more than their accomplishments, at least do it evenly. Well, and I they don't, don't
1: do that. What I don't understand is, are they pretending that that communism has ever worked? Well,
3: basically what it is, is that the middle class in America is was like too strong. So arguments between the poor and the bourgeois didn't really work that well in America. But they figured out that like what actually gets us riled up is like racial issues and racial division. So instead of saying that every because critical theory is that everything in the in the world is a power imbalance between those with wealth and power and those without it. So then critical race theory is the same thing, except for like everything in the world is a power balance dynamic between white people and like Mm -hmm. non-whites. Instead of the bourgeois and the rich, it's like colors, basically. And then eventually they use that to get you thinking with that same kind of Marxist mindset, and then you adopt financial like economic marxism ideals like later on after you get riled up through race
0: yeah and and i don't think they really believe that any of this is a good idea i think they probably know that these aren't good ways to solve any problems but it's just like hey i'm feeling kind of sad i'm gonna take a shot of vodka because it makes me feel better calling a white bitch a Karen and saying, tax the rich, or probably eat the rich, mm-hmm. or fucking throwing a brick through a cop car just makes me feel better. That's more of their mindset. I feel like most of these people aren't really willing to debate anybody or have a, a productive exchange of ideas. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Um, They're
3: just really mad.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy that it's taught in universities now, increasingly, as if these, these theories are just fucking true. Like, when I, when I was dating Mia and she was at UCSB, she told me that they had to watch mandatory. They could not click out of it. They had to watch a presentation that used animation to describe racism. And it, it was two snails. And one had a white shell and one had a black shell. <laughs> and the black-shelled snail couldn't escape his shell. And he was never going to be able to make as much money or do as well in society because of his shell. They're being oh. taught that like it's fact, dude.
3: And it goes all the way down to like kids in elementary school being told like, oh, well, you're black, Jimmy, so you're not going to accomplish anything in your life, so you might as well not try. It's yep. like the but worst now, fucking thing you can tell a kid ever.
1: But d- Eventually, though, d- doesn't that fail because like... Like affirmative action is removed from colleges again. So UCLA is going to go back to being like 75% Asian. No, they're they're going to find backdoor
0: ways of still segregating or still doing very racially conscious I admissions. I might in because
2: of
1: affirmative action to UCLA. I'm Good not going dude. But I mean, you know, I'm Latino. But uh, no, let's do it through the essays now. Like, yeah, I'll through the essays, it, maybe. You'll
0: yeah. write an essay and then every other line, just write wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm non-binary. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm Latino. And right. you, if you, like that's how you'll communicate that you are a person of color. If you're and
1: a black, what if, you, if you're a black man? Get you. What if you start off with just an M bomb, you know, or just like, hey, can you help a an enter out? Dude? I'm sure they let him in. I would. <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> so, That'd be pretty classic. Dude.
0: dude, there was a guy that I went to UCLA with. Um, I, we had a couple black guys in my fraternity. It was UCLA was very white, uh-huh. but we had a couple black guys in my fraternity who were a classic. One was was named Daryl, and this was a different time back then. You could just like fucking. Shit you could post online was crazy. Daryl couldn't get the class he wanted for the spring semester. And so he went I, I guess he he had a, a breakdown in the admissions building and then he went back to Facebook and posted about it. And I, I guess he just started. He just said basically in his Facebook post that he acted as black as possible. It was a long explanation. And then the last line was, sometimes you got to act like an enter to get anything done. <laughs> and it was just the best post ever. Hey, that is, that is
1: so accurate, though. That is so accurate. It
0: was hilarious that like he knew when to
1: turn it on. He's like, when to get thugged, to scare an admissions person into giving me what I want. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No oh, yeah I mean I I game the system to get into UCLA 100%. I was uh my SAT scores were not bad, but I had a perfect score on like the SAT score for like the Spanish test. The SAT2s I had like a perfect score because it was my first language but then then I, I i was just like i'm a latino guy but it, so i had a high test scores because i cheated sort of but just it was my own language can you do thing, a latino like, face
0: right now pretend you're walking through the admissions building a industry. latino face yeah yeah i don't know how to do a latino like just, just fed, be as bro. latino
1: as possible to try to get admitted right now <laughs> I'd be, i'm thinking fez right now like hey, you? <laughs> speak a little bit I'm more indigenous like hey go, hi how are you I'm uh <laughs> I'm, Leo, I'm, Latino, I'm from uh, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no, See, really. I told everybody you were Mexican. I uh I yeah, so I gamed the system to get in there. But yeah, but yeah, but like for example, why do you think a a, a school like like UCLA, like somebody made that decision to take affirmative action out? Because I mean, they probably getting all these They're probably their schools just not going to be as valuable. It was the Supreme Court. Yeah.
3: Unconstitutional. It was the Supreme Court. It was the Supreme Court on race. Like, it's just already against the law to do that.
1: Yes. But it was around for a a long time. Because
3: that's what that's what people do, though, is that uh, people in power, like governors and stuff, they know that they can do things unconstitutional like covid. Because it's going to take three or four years before it catches up to the Supreme court and it gets stopped. So like you yeah. can basically do whatever you want for like three or four years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I figured that it was just a, a generation of that affirmative action just failing. And they're, they're seeing that like maybe the percentage of students coming into UCLA that graduate, you know what I mean? Cause you know how many people get in and yeah. every, I mean, I was one of them. I went in and then I never graduated from UCLA. Really, The
3: Supreme court just like are just on top of it. And like, if you have, what happened with president trump is the president's probably most powerful ability besides like military stuff is to appoint court people mm-hmm. to the supreme court and then now we just have a republican majority in the supreme court so they're just making decisions that align more with conservative stuff it's why uh, abortion got overturned roe v wade it's the same thing it's just we have more conservative judges now
1: makes sense yeah yeah i forgot
0: it's been so long since that happened the uh, the affirmative action one and that's Seemed like a minor footnote compared to abortion, just based on the upper yeah, cost. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Those were good times, though. Yeah. UCLA. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think what else I had to discuss. Well, I'll,
1: I'll tell you about my weekend. Last 36 hours, I've spent barfing because I had food poisoning. Have you ever had uh, I, I. Uh, you know what it would remind me of, though? those days after Del Taco and in and out and how effective. Yeah, food poisoning
3: were like binge guilt. Yeah, stop it. So. I
1: was not binging and throwing up. I'm telling you the truth. I had food poisoning, but I can tell you that it is quite effective in dropping some LBs. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. What'd you I, eat, I, fat ass? I <laughs> I uh, what got me sick? Yeah. I think it was a, an overnight oats from Seven Eleven. I got late night. I was taking a little walk. Overnight I, oats. Overnight oats. What are those? You know? It's like where they uh, they're like it's oatmeal that you let soak overnight, and then it becomes the know. cup. Yeah, the cup. Yeah. Oh fuck! So I got one yeah. of those. It's Starbucks. You can go for those. Maybe exactly. Yeah. So I I had one of those at Seven Eleven late night and thought it was a healthy choice, but then uh, about pff, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I started throwing up, and for me, normally if I throw up one time, you know what I mean, it's over. But it was, it was like not over. So yeah, then I had a fever too. So I was just like out for thirty six hours, like in a delirious state.
4: Damn, it was pretty nice. It's a
1: good thing we filled the, the radic on Thursday. That is, dude. It's been a while. Yeah, because I'm not a fat ass who eats. <laughs>
0: Whatever, I don't believe you had overnight oats. He probably had it. a I, Slurpee, I, I <laughs> a corn dog, a piece
1: of pizza that had been sitting under the heat lamp for three days. Oh, you know what? I've, I mean, I've done that. You know what I mean? I've done that. The hot dogs at 7-Eleven are phenomenal. I don't know. When people talk uh-huh. shit about them. Like people go in and like, who eats these? Well, I can eat one of those uh-huh. every now and then. But no, yeah, I was, I was uh, spending my days. And then you know what? I, I, I really thought of like the the, the twenty four hours into the sickness, I was just thinking like, wow, man. Like, health is wealth, man. Without, like, I... If you don't have your health, you really have nothing. Mm. Like, striving to be rich, striving to get pussy, all that is nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. If you can't fucking walk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Brando was just pissed, dude. I couldn't play with him, dude. he just come in. He climbed on the bed a couple times. Came on my head. Like, he came... He came on your head He didn't come on my head You dude He fucking jerked off On my head (laughs) Nah nah Yeah yeah, Poor little Brando dude I could just barely get up And put some tuna On his plate And fucking go back to bed dude It's pretty fucked up man That's rough man
0: Yeah Yeah. I I ate a piece of chocolate From Whole Foods today Mm -hmm. Organic But I still feel like A piece of shit (laughs) <laughs>
1: dark chocolate dude it was milk you like a it was milk. milk chocolate guy i don't like dark chocolate uh a dark chocolate is an aphrodisiac so you should get used to it I mean, you should get into oh, it buddy. i don't like that he
0: made eye contact with me when he's all relaxed dark chocolate you, was. An you know what
1: i figured out about danny if you are an above average looking man he is significantly less gay with you the uglier you are as a male the more gay danny is i agree with that <laughs> yeah isn't true. that fair <laughs> why that would be it's it arguably means you're more gay because why, why would it, you be worried it's about like the uglier the a chick is the more aggressive you can be about sexually harassing her because you know she likes it i was just checking if Sandrine hits up um you're right i mean look it i I do believe that yeah they're like on the baseball team if you wanted to like get a guy naked it was oh it was like the fat tubby guy yeah you know what i mean it, you know you never wanted to get like the fucking <laughs> Huge black stud,
0: yeah, fucking no, naked. It's uncomfortable, yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's really <laughs> when a guy's uncomfortable. Gay jokes yeah. around a, a guy being a seven is when they start falling off. You can't make gay jokes <laughs> to a seven, dude. You can't. Gay jokes are the, the domain of fives and down.
1: Fives and down. Yeah,
0: like. Fez dude. Like how many Fez times? is
1: pretty good for like, a gay joke. I, yeah,
0: like Fez is like I I could threaten to fuck his rolls, his mouth,
1: his ears, any hole basically. And it's mm. okay. It's all good. Mm. It's Fez. Poor Fez, dude. He's back in uh he's back in Arkansas looking lost as ever, man. He might there might be a hate crime against Fez in Arkansas. I worry about that. If he's just walking around, <laughs> like can you imagine? <laughs> all right, you can you imagine just like Fez is like hey hey guys, I'm gonna go to the 7 Eleven. Does anybody <laughs> want anything? And his mom is like, no, I don't want nothing. And his brother's like, give me a mountain dew. It's like, okay, I got you a mountain dew. So a mountain just Dew walking. code red. Two liters. Yeah, there we go. A two-liter mountain <laughs> code red. So he's just walking. Says <laughs> he's just walking, and some guy just says something to him. Hey, beater. <laughs> what? Why do you say that to me? Hey. would you walk through the Rio Grande. What? I wish you would have drowned. See, it is stupid because I am not even Mexican. I am from Ecuador, and I came here legal. Get Literally.
5: him, boys! Oh, leave me
1: alone!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he would like A-Kido, run. Oh, dude! Oh, if he tried to make a last stand, like Steven
1: Zagal dude. What if he? F- dude, that would. I think I don't think that I would ever be as happy as if I I like woke up one morning and I, like Dino's like dude you got to look at Twitter right now and Fez just beat the shit out of three guys with his Hapkido, uh, dude. Oh my god, that would be the happiest moment of my life.
0: Wait, is it that or this image <laughs> is just in my head right now? I I know it's terrible, but it's really funny. I know it's. Good. <laughs> I don't think you do. What if you saw Fez completely naked oh. and Hamas ordered him to clear a minefield. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. stepped on a mine,
1: <laughs> like just somehow Fez is in Gaza, like out of nowhere. No, One of them, they come through the border oh. and they're
0: trying to get to the American heartland and they go straight through to Arkansas and they raid Fez's neighborhood.
1: Oh. And maybe they're testing a mine. Cause I don't know why there'd be a minefield in the little rock. If you don't, if this is your first time listening to this pod, Fez is a four, 38 year old virgin uh, Ecuadorian guy. He's a little fat, and he's a good friend of the pod. And he comes on the pod. Sometimes. And pat yourself on the back if you are. This is your first podcast. That'd be that'd be sweet. This yeah, is the first if it's your one. first pod. Hit the subscribe button. Say what up. Let's.
0: Uh, should we play a game right now? Should we play some Sonic?
1: We yeah. were uh, we we've been wanting to do this for a while, and today's the day, boys and girls. Today we're going to play a little game. And there it is. So,
0: for the viewers, you're going to be able to see. I haven't played Sonic
1: in a long ass time,
0: dude. We will try our best to describe what's happening to the listening audience. I. How long that hit
1: me up, said he should he pull up, but it's kind of late. It's
0: kind of late. I mean, unless he lives down the street. Let me ask him. I missed a FaceTime. That might be him. Yeah, probably. All right, I'm playing. Can I play? Yeah. I hit oh I hit B. Oh, I gotta hit A. There we go. Dude, this game sucks, Dino. Alright, I'm playing Sonic. Sonic Mania. Sega. When I was a kid, Sega made consoles, and Austin told me that uh, they stopped doing that because they went bankrupt with the Genesis.
1: Sega's the first video game I I think I ever played, even before Mario, just at my buddy's house. My, the, my, my neighbor, Michael Green. I'm going to have you research, Austin, why the Genesis went
0: bankrupt, because that's very interesting to me. I love corporate failures. So why is he... It
1: was the Sega Dreamcast.
3: It just didn't sell very well because it was competing against the PlayStation. I'm yeah. sure they
1: got bought out by somebody, though, right? Who do you think they got bought Maybe, out by? Maybe yeah, they probably got. Why, scoured. why is this they Sonic? They turned itself
3: from like a first party like game console company to where now they just they're a third party game developer company that yeah. just makes games for other consoles. So now instead of only coming out on like Sega systems, their games come out on Nintendo, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, all at the same time. They kind of w- just sold out their independence.
1: Why is this? Why is this? Uh, the Sonic Pink. Why, why do people pink. do this? Why is this Sonic Pink? This is Knuckles, dude, and this oh.
0: and it's his knuckles. Incidentally, is what Dino wants up his asshole. <laughs> you'd let you'd let Knuckles fist you, Dino. He, you know. I think this is so lame. Uh, video games, the only reason I can't talk shit anymore is because it's Elon Musk's favorite way to unwind. Dude,
1: I was his. just going to say that. He always talks about how, how like big of a gamer he was. He's a huge gamer.
0: Yeah. I guess he's really good, too. Yeah, I was in the chapter of the book on him. There's an, Or in the in the book on him, there's an entire chapter dedicated to the lessons he learned from, like, Polytopia. Do what? you know that game? Is that, Am I saying never it right? I've never heard of it. There's an entire chapter on the lessons. He made all of his family download it so he could play him. And some there's a lady at one of his companies who he gave his sperm to, and she had his babies. Mm-hmm. He didn't fuck her; she just took his sperm and had babies with it. Jesus! And she's she's clearly in love with him. She like right. is like fucking ranting about like raving about him in every page of the book. Yeah. But they they were playing this game Polytopia, if that's the name, and it's a strategy game. They were both building up their armies, and then she just launched a sneak attack on him. And I guess he wouldn't talk to her
1: for a couple of days. He was so pissed off.
0: She just attacked.
1: I love that she did that. That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) It might have been Grimes, actually. It might have been his actual Uh,
1: part-time chick. What I was going to say is, uh, dude, yeah, there's a woman that comes to our shows that might want my seed, and I've been debating whether to give it to her or not. I think that I've never seen you use so much restraint in seed giving. Would you get a (laughs) blowjob from this woman, Leo? No, I wouldn't. All right? And you know I wouldn't, dude. Leo. She's just... She deserves my seed if she wants my seed.
0: Leo, tell me right now about the ugliest blowjob you've ever received. You're gonna drown. Oh, Well, fuck. I'm fucking glad because this game's ugliest blowjob
1: I've ever received. Um, fat woman, um, smoker, bad teeth. Okay. Um.
0: Did I drown, Austin? Did nah, I fuck? You saved yourself. Um, do I, How long do I have to catch my breath for?
3: You're good. Okay, you're just going the wrong way.
0: This game stinks. You
3: also you gotta hold down and then like hold the B button so you can spin. Oh, yeah. there it is. And then dude. you hold the down but let go and then hold down so you roll. I yeah. hate this game, dude.
0: Leo, tell me about a blowjob. Let's get all it right. Fun. So
1: this uh, this chick as you get just. <laughs> As you're getting annihilated in Sonic level one, dude, this seems like a pretty complicated level one, dude. What the hell is going on?
0: By a very calm little uh,
1: lake is what's killing me too. Yeah, dude, just fucking lake. All right, uh, so she was like, all right, so she it was a catfish type situation (laughs) online. Online, probably 10 years ago. Online, I go over to her house. She literally looks, she looks like she could play Like a fucking like a dude in an army movie almost. She's stocky. How old? She's probably like thirty. And and she was a smoker. Pull up the this, the Dreamcast, too, Austin. Okay, she's a smoker. She's a smoker. Fat. She had like terrible teeth. Um, and was just just a foul woman.
0: <laughs>
1: just talking about How- like one of those. Women was she charming? Just, like, just like within the first five minutes, is telling me about some guy that she blew just recently. Oh. Like it was just so fucked up.
0: One of my one of my buddies, who I will not name, who's a fat fucker legend, uh-huh. known for just taking down the ugliest chicks when he would get drunk. Hell yeah. He's one time he didn't have a house in a city that we that he lived in. He didn't have a house and for f- five nights he had to find places to sleep oh my god and he just fucked fat girls for like three of those nights and wow. slept with them and i think the other two he might have stayed with his brother wow but he one time brought a girl so fat to our house to fuck she could she i think she got stuck in the hallway no and yeah. <laughs> he had helped down the stairs we had a really narrow stair set she couldn't Dude, make it down that's unbelievable she was covered in hickeys from another guy though
2: Oh come
1: on!
0: And he didn't care.
1: <laughs> See, that's why women are just lucky, dude. You guys don't know what it's like. You guys can just go out. Even the ugliest shit goes out, and still, there's some guy that might offer her some dick that's like half handsome.
0: Well, you so this chick. How was the blowjob?
1: Um, it was phenomenal. Good blowjob. Yeah, she killed it. Like every. Do fat you have her number? I do. Probably. You, you we call her? Uh. <laughs> you know what? No, oh, dude. Dude, was, dude. Yeah. will this be uh, the best episode ever if you call this chick? uh yeah i don't i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember her name i'd have to look for it for a while probably
0: yeah it's tough uh, would, the names from way back then
1: are dude, tough I to don't, yeah it's it's crazy how like if you guys are younger in the, your 20s and shit and you remember a lot of high school dude by the time you're my age i mean how much do you really remember about of high, high school? school
0: yeah i remember a couple of moments from every year basically exactly may
1: and but they're not even
0: designated into years right i just remember sort of like okay that was the second half of high school I remember this one drama class. I remember getting blown in this one backyard. Uh-huh. Then there was the night I got alcohol poisoning.
1: Give us like, I mean, I, just for the sake of, a, of like just a mental exercise right now, let's both come up with like a, a fun high school story. You get like, Do uh, you want to make it sexual? I mean, my first blow job was in, in, high, in, in a staircase in high school. That was the first one ever. Yeah, my first. So this is my story in high school.
0: I hit puberty super late. And I had a really fucked up haircut. Mm -hmm. It looked like a lampshade over my head.
1: Why did you have a fucked up haircut? I mean, this was your choice. As much changed. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you have so much confidence. I mean, you you know that it's like the next level when it's longer. It looks really dope, but you just can't stand it for jujitsu. So you have to get the peso pluma. But you're lucky peso made it huge. Yeah. Because you know? half the nation's fucking has the haircut now. Yeah, so it's people got to respect
0: now. It's yeah, the people peso respect cut.
1: the peso cut. But anyway, go ahead. I'm trying to think of, because this story
0: kind of has a, a happy, um, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll tell the story. Because it, it ends with me getting a blowjob from a chick who at the time was hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm reluctant to tell a story where I am so triumphant. Because those aren't as funny as, or as relatable as like the, I tried to fuck a fat girl, and she told the t- entire school I had a small penis. Kind of stories. I get that. Yeah. But so my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I got no attention from women. I was the anti-pussy. I remember I tried to. In eighth grade, we were sitting down with this chick, uh, Jes- Jessica Gambo. What was her fucking? Her name was like Jessica. Some not not Jessica Gambo. It was something else. But I her and Nick Otto were kind of flirting and I just wanted attention from this girl so bad that I just blurted something. I just blurted. And I used to have a speech problem. They actually recommended me to speech class because my mind goes a million miles a minute, but my mouth couldn't keep up. And I, I, I would just say things like, yeah, but if you're just doing it like that, but there's, there's, um, the, the we can't feel that way. Nick, Wow. And I just, I blurted something like that. And this girl, Jessica, just looks me in the eye and goes, Okay, you're scary.
1: Don't talk to me. Oh my God. That's just, that's one of the worst rejections I've ever heard. Scary, creepy, uh, got
0: them all the time. Oh, damn. I was not smooth in any way. Damn. And I desperately wanted chicks to like me. Couldn't pull it off though. I was 120 pounds, mm-hmm. skinnier than Dino. Dino looks like Mr. Olympia compared to how I looked my freshman year of high school. Damn. Real, real bad. And something happened, though, between my sophomore and junior year. I got my braces off. I cut my hair. And I started lifting weights. You got tall. You were taller, too. I right? was always tall, but I was okay. this gangly tall. But I put on 25 pounds from lifting weights, mostly just eating. My mom would make me a milkshake every day after I got home from the gym. Nice. Nice. Fucking Smart. gains, right, bro? Yeah, yeah. So gains, yeah. I I w- had this, I was basically a new guy my junior year. My game was still saltine caliber. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. But I, I, if I didn't talk myself <laughs> out of pussy, I could occasionally get pussy. Yeah. And keep in mind, people, this was Roble <laughs> Fundamental High School, okay? I didn't grow up in Orange County or San Diego. Yeah. All of our chicks were relatively hot. Yeah. Which I, I'm very proud of that. I am like a guy who grew up in a a war-torn country and learned to appreciate nothing. Yeah, Because our hot girls, quote-unquote, would be Los Angeles fucking fives. Mm. They were not hot, but we had nothing to work with. So one of them, the hottest chick at the school, or one of the hottest chicks at the school, it was Shelly Besso was the undisputed hottest chick at our school, and then second place is this girl, but I'm not going to say her name because the story involves me hooking up with her.
1: But... (laughs) He's probably said her name on this podcast before when he used to. That was Sip, his thing. I do. I used to that was his thing. <laughs> First and last name for everyone. My God.
0: But so her and I started walking. Like one day, her and I were walking. We had a class together. And one day, she made a joke about holding hands like we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And I held her hand. And we walked all the way through senior square holding hands. Danny, the guy who this Jessica chick said... Is You're scary. Don't talk to me ever again. The guy who had just gotten his braces off, who used to weigh 120 pounds, he's walking with this chick through senior square. And I was so uncomfortable and I felt so unworthy. And I remember that the next two weeks we walked to class together, I had to keep holding her hand because I didn't want to de-escalate. I wanted to keep moving towards sex, right, Leo? Yeah, of course. But it just, I i was terrified, and I, I was like, fuck this, I should have never done this.
1: I just want to be a virgin. I don't want to talk to girls anymore. This is There's so much pressure, dude. Yeah, it's uh, weird. It's weird. High school's a weird time, man.
0: And I went out into my backyard one day in the fall of 2006, and I remember looking at my parents' mulberry tree, which is still there, and just thinking, like, this might be my last afternoon as a virgin. Cause that uh, night we
1: were going to a party yeah. and this chick was going to be there. Okay. There was, so you were nervous. You were like nervous to do the act. Like yes. It's, just, it's crazy. It was just the, the, the fluid exchange. It's a lot. There was, this guy, <laughs> there
0: was, so we went to this party at our buddy, this guy's yeah. house who was a skate, a skate guy who knew some of my friends. He went to a different school. I think he was graduated, but for some reason he would host our high school parties it was borderline creepy. His mom lived there too. It would just, so it was this guy's mom, the skater guy, and then a 30 year old punk rocker who rented their third bedroom. Jesus he wore steel-toed boots identified as a skinhead but insist that he wasn't racist He was kind of like nick fuentes he was like the <laughs> nick fuentes of 2006 he like he the hill he would die on was that skinhead is a working class movement it had no racial connotations and i i haven't looked into that enough to refute it but that was his thing he talked about it all the fucking time he would like go up to 17 year old girls and be like hey what's up i'm andy i'm a skinhead but no, I don't hate black people or gay people or anything.
3: Like I just like punk music.
1: He would like to tell seventeen year old girls he was a skinhead. I mean, one we should do that as a bit, dude. I mean, why haven't we done that as a bit with skull caps on, just like real good ones,
0: dude? The shit that went down at this fucking house is just unbelievable. Like I like the, I remember chicks just like. <laughs> Like there were a couple chicks that would come over who were just like big sluts, and I remember this one girl popping out of various bedrooms like whack a mole. She popped out of one room that my buddy Chad was in. Her chest was just covered in jizz.
1: Come on, dude.
0: (laughs) She She disappears in a different room, Uh, like blows another guy.
1: Oh god!
0: There was a half pipe in this garage too, so people just get shit faced and try to skateboard. Dude, so many. Just I. One of my first hand jobs I ever got was this chick who now has like five kids. And was already, uh, like, I think she would do ecstasy every weekend. She jerked me off on the floor of the living room, right next to Stephen Besso, a channel favorite, Stephen Besso. Wow! And I remember just saying super loud, "I was like, hey, Stephen." He was like, "Yeah, what's up, Danny?" I was like, "I'm getting a hand job right now." <laughs> just wall, and she didn't even slow down her strokes. This girl was so hardened; oh, Did, didn't even the bother. Good
1: old days, dude. I'm a fan of hand jobs. You know?
0: so, so the story: I eventually, the chick who I was holding hands with, right? She. Invites me from this house, the the fucking skinhead skater house, back to her place, and we go back there, and this chick, I built her. You know how when everybody thinks a chick's hot, she becomes way hotter in your head, even if you're not like super attracted to her. Yeah, that effect was going on because she was the consensus second place hot girl at the school. Everybody's like, oh, she's got a huge tits. She had like a B cup. But everybody in the back, that oh, she's got giant tits, dude. Like she wore
1: a push-up bra, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so like, yeah. I in my head, I had Pamela Anderson in the fucking right, segment. Right, right. So she, we go back to her fucking place, and we have to. She has to go. I have to sneak by her dad's bedroom. Oh my god. She lives out in the boonies. like are there horses. <laughs> How'd you drive? You drove there. One of her friends drove, no doubt, drunk. Oh, and her god. friends, one of her friends, was there too, like fucking a pill dealer named Hector, oh, my who god. was like twenty nine. Oh, <laughs> she was God. like 16, so Jesus. Fuck. I I might have exaggerated. I think Hector was probably like 17. <laughs>
1: he was uh, Hector was a pill dealer though. So that just, seems like he might have been 29. <laughs> he might have been. I think he either ago. was a senior
0: and we were juniors, or he had graduated. Okay. I think he was graduated. He yeah. wasn't. Tw- I don't know why I lied right there, <laughs> but he was not 29. It would have been a funnier story if he was 29. Oh, yeah. But so we go back there and she starts blowing me and my cock it is the, your first blow job. It is like you are on ecstasy and you've been on a desert island for 15 years and a, a Victoria's secret model has a finger up or up your ass. And it's, that's how sensitive you are.
1: That's uh, a pretty, yeah, that's a pretty good t- <laughs> comparison there. Yeah.
0: I, like. I had to, there was a song by this band called black Dahlia murder called funeral thirst, which is just some horrible metal song. Rest in peace, actually. I think the lead singer killed himself recently. Hmm. But I, I was reciting the lyrics to Funeral Thirst in my head so that I didn't come in her mouth in two seconds.
1: How quickly would you have come, really, though? Without Funeral Thirst? Yeah, yeah.
0: Within two seconds.
1: Really? Just immediately?
0: Uh, yeah. Wow. And then, uh, and then, you want to know the lyrics to Funeral Thirst? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, there cannot be... uh Wow! <laughs> Yeah, I can't scream anymore. I lost my scream, uh, but it's a uh, it's dead hand grasp for the still night air. There cannot be a god, for he would not forgive this despicable and human like a monster, thing. twisted, rotten, and deformed. I am now a tool of my unholy think, instincts.
1: What the fuck? Did she she thought you were possessed by the devil. I didn't breath. say it aloud. It was in my head, dude. I hope you didn't. It,
0: Jesus Christ! It was me thinking about baseball. But she didn't. She wouldn't let me come. And I remember smacked that by fucking akon was, was playing play, it was playing in the room It
1: smack <laughs> nice, that dude. by Akon. great song man but i Classic. she wouldn't she wouldn't even let me come really she just like did it she blew you for a little bit and that was it
0: yeah yeah Damn. and like i it probably
1: would have my second blowjob job was just a girl that blew me for a little bit and stopped she was pretty hot but uh she was one of the hotter girls in school but she uh yeah yeah continue but well
0: this girl she was in a she had a falling out with Shelly Besso. Her and Shelly Besso were best friends, the mm. two cheerleader girls. But then the one that blew me, she went bad. She broke bad, Leo. Uh-oh. And they started a clan called the Sister Enners. That was what they called. They were all white girls. They called themselves the Sister Enners. without saying Enners, They called the <laughs> they called themselves <laughs> the N <N-ord>. What, <laughs> dude? It was Orangevale, and uh, one of them died on bad Xanax. One of them Whoa. overdosed. Whoa. They like all have a
1: like nothing turned out well for the sister editors, dude. That is wild. Um, yeah, you know what's crazy, though, is most of the sluttiest girls I knew from high school are <laughs> married with kids, dude. And Good families? Like, good <laughs> lives? Or did they settle? I the good... I think they... Yeah, the guy... I mean, the guy isn't like a handsome guy. Yeah. Like, I'll say that. He's he's a very... He's older and yeah. ugly. All of them married like an older, that's ugly That's thing, dude. isn't it? Yeah, an older, ugly dude will just marry like a younger With slut. a
0: flame tattoo and a flat-billed hat. Yes. yes. And he drives like okay, a lifted it, truck. Yeah, that's <laughs> very... Ca- yes, you know, here
1: like, I know a couple like just like that, yeah. And
0: she is 27 and he is 48 yeah
5: yeah,
0: and he's just like
1: just an ugly truck bro yeah pretty much dude it seems like a lot of girls end up doing that like the kind of the girl that gets kind of that had a lot of fun and like the local community is like well she might have herpes you know there was a girl that like every single everybody banged and it, 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 like, including and then, Leandro Fabio and <laughs> the Tavio, including myself. And, uh, <laughs> and then everybody was like, "Dude, I think she has herpes." And then I was like, "And then obviously didn't have herpes. Can't be on the batch if you have herpes." Uh, is that true? It's true. The the herpes people hate the bachelorette What about oral ABC? herpes? Uh, that one is, dude. Eighty five percent of people have sure, herpes, sure, so they sure. can't avoid that. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. You can have that and be on The Bachelor. Cool. You cannot have the... Um, the herpes people? We should go to a herpes meeting. Dude, yeah, we should go and pretend that we're, you know, herpes positive, but then just fucking come out and <laughs> peddle the other shit. Ch- just
3: make fun of them? Just
1: make fun of them? <laughs> nah, dude, They've I heard their that community goes crazy online, which is a good thing, uh, dude. dude. That's what them. we need. Oh, uh, you know yeah, I'm gonna I mean? look that up, dude. Herpes support. Uh, there are,
3: like, a lot of chicks from where I'm from whose parents were, like, really religious and wouldn't allow them to be on birth control, and all of them just got knocked up, like, right wow. out of high school. Yeah, wow.
1: that's funny how that works. But, Leo, you're really on to something with the what the way older truck bro. That marries, yeah, the, this slutty younger... Yeah, like, just not like when she's, like... I, what I mean young is, like, 27, you know? Like, yes. Like, borderline when she... 28, mate. Like, when she's getting to the point where it's either she's gonna be, like, a fucking, like single forever and really bitter, or she just kind of just goes for it with this guy.
0: And oftentimes too, she'll have a kid already from a long failed
1: relationship and the truck bro will swoop in and play house. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we had two girls that went into porn directly um and both of them are married with kids dude and the, the and the guy definitely has tattoos and wears hats bro like both of them are like that <laughs> with with, with trucks that were <laughs> yeah. you know the flat bill the flat yeah, yeah. bill you're talking about they, they look definitely... like
0: travis barker without the good looks exactly. fame and you money. know that yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And, and it's funny because you got norcal versions of that guy and then you got the socal versions of that guy which are they're not which like, is worse they're worse yeah and then they which live, is worse the, oh, which is worse yeah. i think
0: the I think you haven't encountered, maybe in your travels with me, you have encountered some of them.
1: Yeah. W- tell me the traits of the SoCal truck, bro. The SoCal truck, bro, I mean, first of all, they're not going to live, like, in any part of the city, where which is kind of cool. They're only living, like, in the outskirts in, like, maybe, like, Chatsworth or, like, Valencia. And, you know, I mean, I, a little too obsessed with their truck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, their car is a fucking really big deal to them. Yeah. Like borderline their entire personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then like, every penny they make goes right into their truck. Every penny they make goes right into their truck. Exactly, you nail that. You worry, like, I, for example, I, I some of them still play on, like, uh, like they might on an opposing softball team, actually that I play on. So yeah. I see some of them from like way back. And white ex- Oakley glasses. Yes, dude. always a dip in, still dipping, still smoking weed. Uh, and they have kids. Wow. I'm just like, and you have kids, motherfucker. You uh, know what yeah. I mean? Like you're my age. After the game, you're just hitting a bowl by your car. Like I'm like, dude, you have kids, dog. You know what I mean? Fed, there he is. There he is, Fed. Um, so we got we got a fucking. So you got this guy smoking after the game, and then what? What it goes? What your mind goes to is just like, damn, I'm worried about the kids. You know what I mean? Like they're growing up with this guy he clear like i don't know how he he could be a good father
0: he probably has concussions from jumping his truck i Maybe. mean we went out there austin and dino were there that we went wild. truck jumping with mud flap those were truck bros that dude dude that when you guys hit that like i said let's bro. watch that let's pull it that up that's pull, my video pull that up because that's
1: another bro you don't even want to know it's what a had
0: rating an old west town danny Molt kicked out of an old west town you know, danny the fucking
1: Moulton. strikes over bro uh you know people are gonna go back to work nah nobody's get, nobody was booking shit everybody's acting like they're they're coming back to work all pumped dude yeah, uh, as dude, if they have a five-day-a-week Exactly, bro. To. You book something once a year, dog. But uh, nah, but for real, this right here, this oh. is like a $5,000 stunt that you pulled, right? Like, you would literally, on set, you jump a car like that. Also, See, with that no helmet? I basically didn't even have a seatbelt on, dude. Yeah, I couldn't believe you didn't do it without a helmet. That was nuts, bro. Did they give you a helmet? No helmet. Okay, here this we go. Is it right here? We got to make sure we
0: don't miss the big jump i don't know if you did or not so what, what how many horsepower that is
1: that, how much horsepower
0: is that car i don't know had? i don't give a shit about horsepower i didn't ask i'm just curious what how could you? look at that, that is a truck bro yeah that's a truck bro dude. do you know what the MAGA hat fits in well yeah so
1: these guys in california i mean the socal guys i mean basically the only difference is the norcal guys get the tat the, the norcal car like the stars tattooed on them you know dude, that was a big jump that's a crazy that. jump. So that
0: looks like we probably cleared at least 30 feet.
1: And we got Chad behind the wheel,
3: yeah.
0: Dude, this is crazy, bro. Yeah, maybe more. 30
3: feet's 10 yards. Like, y'all did like 30 yards. Oh, uh, football feels Dude, dude this is Yeah, no, 30. you're right.
1: 30 yards is more like it. Oh, my God. Like, if, you know, if he didn't time that out, <laughs> you guys could have died right there, dude.
0: I kind of get it, though. I mean, look where we were. If you had this as your backyard and you live in Palm Springs, you might as well just get a truck and go fuck around. It is us. I love it. This is where we did the rat. You can cut it right now, Austin. This is where we did the Rat Take Ralph camping trip where Mudflat punched him in the face. It's dope out there. I'm I back, really Josh, did. I did.
1: I liked uh, we were so scared while you were sleeping like a baby in the car. I was out with fucking Chad Keel because there the strangest thing was happening all night. I think yeah, I yeah, talked you about were, it, but you, you kept trying to
0: get car, you kept trying to get blown by Holly Day, and then no, did was dude. trying to call the you cops. Did it sleep was
1: I, I slept days, in the car.
5: Outside I, with us. Did like he just try man. to shame me? Uh, he try no, to shame me?
1: I did, and I also slept in the car. Yeah. But uh, but I was up that was because half Holly Day. That was because Chad Keel and his jujitsu were like, Leo, you got to stop sexually harassing this girl. You go to the car. True. So yeah, I was like, I'll
3: be in the guard.
1: And, uh, Brooks was like actually Later. trying to convince her to go into the guard. She's like, You can go. You don't have to hang out with us anymore. And she's like, No, it's okay. No, but anyway, there was the strangest thing was going on. Uh, do you remember Austin and Dino? You were there too, right? Do you remember those guys in hazmat suits? Like, why were there people in hazmat suits? I don't
0: remember them being in hazmat suits. You were sleeping. This was in the. But I, I... The, the story the next
1: morning, and no point that I hear about hazmat did suits. Did we did? What they, weren't they wearing hazmat suits or like full like? Overalls, like it was something weird that they were wearing.
3: I don't know, dude. It, they were like far they, away. They I came
1: to saying. clean your foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> funny funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, we were just worried, super worried about <laughs> it. And then in the morning, they were just like a super like rich white couple with just like an electric car and like a great setup, and we were just like. We were just, like, worried that they were going to come and kill us. You lost hours of sleep based on these people driving a Rivian out into the desert? Exactly. A couple hours at least, dude. It was bullshit. Two retired biology teachers out there enjoying nature. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. Although, it is kind of a dangerous place if you think about it, though. Like, come on. Like, if you really wanted to commit a crime, it wouldn't be a bad place to go and come up on You know, just, you know, blindside some people. That reminds me, your explanation
0: of why those people were safe the novelist what was his name john grisham who wrote all the lawyer novels he had a quote that came out where one of his buddies got popped for child porn oh god john grisham comes out and he's like these these guys that are getting popped for this kind of stuff he kind of reminds me of my lawyer in tennessee like a southern good old boy it's like Mm -hmm. these guys that are getting popped for this kind of stuff you know they're good white man you know they just yeah. Oh. Though, <laughs> like they're good oh. they they have a couple drinks and they get on these these computers <laughs> the this technology and they start googling they start google googling and then suddenly <laughs> something comes up and it's not their fault they're good can we look that up because I mean, his quote is real funny. That's hard to apologize for. Yeah,
1: you know, I said I said white couple because white couple is one of the least.
0: Don't go to YouTube. Just go to Google. Just John Grisham defends child porn.
1: Now, but the scariest of all people to be out there would be two white guys doing that shit in the middle of the night. But it was just a white couple is pretty like disarming. they're just like yeah. Any on. kind of couple is good. Any couple,
0: unless yeah. it's like they look like their uh, their EBT check didn't come through and they're taking matters into their own hands of Maybe course time
3: magazine's here defending them what john grisham got right
1: about child porn. wow oh my God. well that
0: dude. was in 2014 that was before the left had made like being a pedophile was acceptable. it
1: though was like it? it's always been like okay this.
0: so let's check this out cnn remarks on yeah, child how porn. rich is Grish- dude he's got to be super we rich. have prisons now filled with guys my age 60 year old white men oh, i wasn't as bad as i thought 60 year old white men so i mean
1: there's definitely a racial undertone but people slip up now, still, it's pretty funny with his explanation for child porn. But they got online one night and started surfing around. Probably had. <laughs> Too much to drink or whatever and pushed the wrong buttons and went too far and got into child porn. They deserve some type of punishment. But Is it next, is it next to prison? the alt key?
0: Is that the child porn button? Uh, or is it next to the squiggly line key? I forget right. which one.
3: No one that gets caught for child porn. It's never like, oh, they went on a website. It's like, they got caught with 18 terabytes yeah, of child yeah. porn. Yeah. Dude, it's,
1: yeah, it's an addiction. It's like a weird, creepy addiction.
3: It's also like a big market where they sell the tapes back and forth between each other. There's a lot of money there. That's crazy,
1: dude. You
0: got to be Louis CK had a bit about this. He did on SNL where he's like fucking a child must be so good because these guys know their life is going to be ruined and they're willing
1: to risk it. Like if you're swapping, do you know, how do you do it? (laughs) <laughs> like I, kevin I mean, bacon made a movie about like where it was like sympathizing with the uh, you know like the pedophiles and it was basically like it's obviously like an addiction like anything else you know what i mean but my question is how do you even get to the dark web like i don't even i wouldn't even know how in the first like how can do we you go to the dark get, web right now how I do don't you, have Tor and
3: Tor is like controlled by the fbi what I is really Tor is it's, that You know how you can download Firefox if you don't like Google? Yeah. It's the same thing, but it's Tor, and it accesses, like, the deep web, which is basically just, like, the normal internet, but without all of the security measures that the normal internet has.
0: So the FBI monitors it very closely?
3: Well, it kind of came out that they basically, like, control it, and uh, it was supposed to be this thing, like, oh, if you use this, then they're not going to be able to see what you're doing. But really, they were kind of, like, Like they had partial ownership or part of its creation or whatever, and everything on tour is being was being monitored basically the whole time.
0: So people who were selling child porn back and forth to each other, was the FBI allowing that or were they catching those people?
3: Yeah, but it's like there's so many of them. So uh, I'm asking. Care anymore?
0: So the FBI doesn't care?
3: Yeah, it's like really hard for like to get them to actually enforce (laughs) any of it. I've seen interviews where people are like these cyber detectives or whatever <coughs> that track down child pornography people. And then they'll hand over their like, all this information to the FBI and the FBI will be like, yeah, we already knew all that. We just didn't do anything. And it's like, why?
0: Damn.
3: And they just, I don't know, it's not worth the resources or whatever. Fuck.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you, the FBI is probably busy just stopping some fucked up, I don't uh, know. Maybe. Controlling the country? Yeah, You're I was gonna, gonna say, that's a very... Exist. That's an so, optimistic... Yeah, that are stopping something? I know, dude.
0: I mean, I... Like the CIA, I we, for, we were talking about unelected official officials and how they can just shut stuff down. That's really the point of like the CIA and the FBI, right? Is just mm. so America can do shit without it being democratically decided upon. And this was created. Like if, if we want to go, like if we want to go whack somebody in South America, or if we just want to invade a place, we don't need people to vote on it at fucking all. Mm. Like we don't. This happened in, and I don't know the story of the 2008 financial crisis as well as I should, but basically all these banks went belly up. One of them was Goldman Sachs and Congress voted to not bail out Goldman and it wasn't going to happen. And then like a couple of days later, they voted on it again and suspiciously all of a sudden everybody votes in favor of bailing it out. It's While Nancy Pelosi is walking in the head of, of Goldman Sachs, like into Congress to fucking shake hands with everybody. So clearly they just, everybody got greased. They're like, this is, this is the thing that America is going to do right now. Goldman Sachs is going to bail these guys out.
1: Yeah, Um, I
3: mean, once you kind of realize the CIA killed our president, it's like, well, damn, what could they not do? They admitted that.
1: They admitted that they had something to do, that the FBI had something to do with JFKs. Uh, They admitted that they're
3: somewhat involved, but they still won't release the details. And Trump has basically hinted that, like, yeah, we killed him, but they're, they're not going to ever disclose this information until every single person that was involved dies. That way, people don't go try to do mob justice and like assassinate them and shit. They think it would cause too much like mass panic. So they want to wait until everybody from that generation is dead and then they'll come out and tell us what actually happened.
0: I wouldn't mind. What are the guys who. One of the doctors who did the fake autopsy. I wouldn't mind people showing up at his house with fucking pitchforks. Fuck those people, dude. Yeah, JFK was a good guy, dude.
1: He was a great guy. Fucking
0: cocksuckers. I mean, you would he have loved to him. Sorry, you got the CIA. Po- That's why he, they he hated the CIA, pussy,
1: dude. Yeah, he fucking pussy. He wanted to
0: dismantle the CIA. He yeah. wanted to slow down the military-industrial complex. He didn't want to escalate in Vietnam. He basically pushed back on all the war hawks and the the cigar-chomping advisors. Mm. They were like, yeah, these. See here, boy. These people over here. We need to send in our troops. We need to invade. And he pushed back on that kind of character. Send someone to the moon? Unless you think that's fake. He also took a girl's virginity at the White House. Let's go, It was like fucking 18. You would have loved that. Hell yeah. He was a huge womanizer. Yeah. Friends with Frank Sinatra. Huge womanizer. If
3: if women never got the right to vote, the only Democrat ever elected would be JFK because he's just like the man's man. You mm. know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, he was... He was he read poetry, which, you know, some people would say that's fruity in this day and age. What do you what's your take on poetry now? I mean, do you ever I mean you've have you ever gotten into some? Poetry
0: is like opera.
1: And that to... it's I mean,
0: maybe you could point me to a couple poems that I would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I there's probably some operas I'd go and love, but it's just it's not the most practical form of art. Danny's not gay enough for that, bro. Maybe not
1: anymore, or is it just, or, or you yeah, think I think it's it, just... in in
0: 1860 when you had a one candle, sure, you know, a candle in your living room, and the only entertainment was a book that a guy at the town gave you, <laughs> like a guy named J- uh, Josiah, a guy named Josiah comes into town in a pair of overalls and no shoes, mm. and he's got a burlap sack and a couple books. That's your entertainment right there, and if one of them happens to be. The, the collected william butler Yeats. that's all you got but dude poetry you need a master's degree to understand most of it it's so intellectual yeah like basically to understand poetry you have to have read every major work of literature that's ever been written by humans and understand when somebody's very subtly hinting at those works of literature and that's- uh
1: It's a good breakdown of it. Yeah, I remember like the only time that I ever really delved deep into poetry. It's a shame, but it was just like in an AP English class in high school. Yeah. And it was like the teacher would read one line, like fucking. We read a lot of Virginia Woolf because they were already on that fucking, on that bullshit. Yeah. Women, women's fucking environment shit. But she was pretty interesting. She was a lesbian. Yeah, she was a lesbian. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, uh, She was, she had some fucked up poems, but anyway, it was like one line, break it down for like 20 minutes with us. So it was just like, that already took me out of it. I was like, how am I going to do this on my own? Yeah. Like, how the fuck am I ever going to read this on my own? Same thing with like Shakespeare and shit like that too, dude. Yeah. Shakespeare's pretty, Shakespeare can be pretty badass. Well, I've seen Shakespeare. The thing about this random that I know from theater in with Shakespeare is like, you will do Shakespeare like once. And not understand it, then do the scene again, and you're like, "Wait a second, I got, I got a lot of it now." You do it three, four, five times, yeah. then you see the scene done, and you're like, "I actually understand what's going on," and you start kind of picking up the gist of the uh, of the conversation without really knowing every word in the sentence. Especially if it's performed well and somebody like directs it well, which is really interesting to see it come to life like on the stage. Yeah, but yeah, reading it like from a book without the footnotes, though, still, I would be lost. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. I've never understood Shakespeare on stage, but reading it's mm-hmm. cool. He's got some fucking. That's the thing. It's like great poets and Shakespeare, are great playwrights. They can touch on shit. Nothing has been said about love and death and yearning in the human condition that Shakespeare didn't say. Yeah, he he said fucking all of it. Any song you like that's like, oh, that really touches my heart because you know, I ever since Sheila left, I've really been feeling blue. Like Shakespeare covered that fucking four hundred years ago.
1: Oh, exactly. It's, done. it's kind of crazy to think about that. Yeah, like. Romeo and Juliet. It's like I don't know. Like the first time you fall in love, it does feel like you want to kill yourself. And I wish you, you would have been the fucking. <laughs> 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 I wish you would have been Romeo with that fucking. And she she stabs herself. He drinks the poison, right? No.
0: I forget which order. I the only Shakespeare I've actually read painstakingly is Hamlet. Yeah, uh, and it was amazing. It's got a great monologues in there that are phenomenal. Amazing, dude. Yeah. Like it, fucking insane. Like uh-huh. he's got. Yeah, he's got the passage on whether or not he wants to kill himself. But then he's also got a passage on the futility of life where he's in the graveyard. And he, he, two knaves, as he puts it, these two grave diggers are just like, have the IQ of a fucking earthworm. Mm. And they're just retarded. And Hamlet's like calling them retarded to their face pretty much. Mm. But then they throw up a skull from the grave they're digging. And Hamlet recognizes that it was Yorick, his court jester that was buried there. When Hamlet was a little child, Yorick would put hamlet on his shoulders and carry him around and stuff and then we should pull up that pat that monologue right now the uh, the poor Yorick graveyard monologue i i had this it's, little like uh cheater it's really Shakespeare book just really quickly what's great about it is it, it talks about how no matter what you accomplish in life you're like everything's going to be forgotten and just dirt is going to cover your body and all of your
1: accomplishments so what's the point wow. of continuing on it's nihilistic kind of Oh, Are you think a lot of comedians? You got to think like that a little bit though, because you got to have that "fuck it" in your system. Think like what? Like kind of like that? Nothing matters in the end, because you know, like so that kind of makes you want to be more free, per se. I guess.
0: I mean um yeah i think man it seems like a lot of comedians have a very self-destructive side mm-hmm. oh my god this i'm already regretting the decision to pull up this fucking model dude. <laughs> okay, so first clown, keep going down you gotta you gotta do it in your shakespeare but ba- i mean you have a video based around this guy so i'm just trying to find the part where he finds the skull dude it's
3: like right here isn't
0: it and with the poor yorick part
3: that skull had a tongue oh in
0: it. there we go uh that skull had a tongue in it and could sing once how the knave jowls it to the ground. Is it for it were Cain's jawbone that did the first murder? It might be the pate of a politician, which this ass now overreaches. You just call the gravedigger an ass. <laughs> so the, the skull could have belonged to a politician, but now this gravedigger is, is better than him. One that must circumvent God, might it not? It might, Lord, says Horatio, says Hamlet. Or of a courtier. Which could say, "Good morrow, sweet Lord. How dost thou, good Lord?" This might be such, uh, might be my Lord, such a one that praised my Lord, such a one's horse. All right, we're getting to the Shakespeare stuff. I don't understand. Where's something I can understand? Uh, my, my lady Worms chapless, knocked out the mazard with the Sexton spade. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm starting to be intimidated. Spade from shrouding a pit of clay to be made. Throws up another skull. This is keep going down. This is where's Yorick, dude? Horatio. Mm, I don't know, dude. Fuck it, dude. We got the gist of it, dude. Eventually, the clown skull. There you take. There we go. Alas, poor Yorick. See, that's Ah, that's where where he has the skull, and that's the most famous Shakespearean image. It's when he pulls out fucking Yorick's skull. To be or not to. be. That's not to be or not to be. Oh, okay. Everybody always thinks it's to be or not to be, but it isn't. Alas, poor York! It's here. Alas, poor York! I knew him, Horatio. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He hath borne me on his back a thousand times, and now, how abhorred in my imagination it is. My gorge rises at it. Here hung those lips that I have kissed I know not how oft. Where be your gibes now, your gambols, your songs, your flashes of merriment that were wont to set a table on a roar? See, he was a comedian. Yorick was a comedian, dude. Yorick was like the George Carlin of the fucking of Denmark. (laughs) Not one now to mock your own grinning. Quite chapfallen. Now get you to my lady's chamber and tell her, let her paint an inch thick to this favor. She must come. Make her laugh at that. Uh, Pretty Horatio. Tell me one thing. Okay. Yeah. uh, Maybe some of the more profound parts were higher up.
1: For it, for Shakespeare to have his collection of works to just be his, you really do you think that the, do you believe the theory that he was like a bunch of dudes? No, I mean, but that that's disproven. It's that's, disproven. If the, there's no credibility. So this guy, that. so he's just like a super genius. Yeah, he like was crazy. He was gay crazy. too. He was gay. He was gay. Yeah. God damn it, dude. He was. They just, know, just kidding. I mean, that's cool. I memorized. Know. I memorized. Yeah, what
3: God I, makes people a little gay so that they do art, but <laughs> like sometimes people just take it too far and they don't realize that they're supposed to just be doing art, and they just start sucking dick instead. And you now he was,
0: well, that, that's...
3: It's just a theory.
0: Yeah, so your theory is that God wanted homosexual people to just be, like, artists and, like, do watercolors, but then bang chicks. Yeah. And then, like, he just put a little too much in him, and then, yeah, there's a theory to that. That's, uh, well, you know... Some could call sucking dick art, too. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Leo. Leo. I, I Dude, you know, I memorized, I memorized a, a quote from Henry V to try just like in case I had ever needed it at a party, dude. I swear to God. I, hit it. All right. We, we few, we happy few, we band of brother. For he today who sheds his blood with me shall be my brother.
0: Except for if you guys are going to like fight off some... Yeah. Some other guys from the valley,
1: another set. Yeah, that's right. Damn yeah. dude. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> Henry the fifth. Nah, yeah, we did it like in uh, as an exercise in acting class for a little bit, so I just remember that and Yeah. yeah. Fucking, it was. Um,
0: it, 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 Shakespeare wrote all this shit. Dude. It's a
1: shame that we're we're never going to be like Harvard scholars. I think we could have we could have been, dude. I was a good student, man. I could have just dedicated my life to the books. It'd be so boring. The guys who are the scholars on this shit. Uh-huh. I mean, it'd be fun.
0: Just to, your job would be to collect knowledge, but uh, yeah, their career will be. I had a professor who was really cool, Professor Summerhill at UCLA. It's like, dude, he wrote a book on. Like the bonds being issued in 1820s Brazil—that's
1: <laughs> insane. Dude. Like it was
0: just on 300 bond. pages, it just yeah. like on bonds. That was in Bra- dude. Yeah, yeah like you're so yeah. in the weeds, man. Whereas that's is cool about—that's yeah. what I love about what we do—is we can explore topics that are somewhat like your curious, Your curious side is is satisfied. You get to learn things and and plan and and be intellectually curious, but then move on to a new thing right away. Mm. And you only you check it out on a surface level, so you don't have to fucking yeah. the fucking interest rates in eighteen
1: twenties Brazil are of no concern to me. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It's interesting you say that because that is exactly what turned me off about being an intellectual forever, or like you know, trying to have a career in, you know, I don't know. I, for a while, when I first got to UCLA and professors were still getting pussy, dude, I thought that that was the best job ever. I wanted to be a professor.
0: Mm, when yeah, first, those days are done, dude. Yeah,
1: and then as soon as, like, I, all this, I started slowly hearing these stories about, like, I remember the first Me Too story I heard. It was, I was a freshman uh, at UCLA, and there was this teacher that was just, like, like very upset. And he told us that his friend who was a professor at UCLA had given a girl massage and another girl saw it and was upset about it and went and told on him. And then they fired him. Damn. It was like on based on, it was like that it was yeah. like not hit the girl's experience. They got the massage, whatever. And then I was just like, damn. So that, the chair got the know. massage. Didn't even care. Didn't even care. Yeah. But the other one who saw it and then they thought it was inappropriate or whatever. And they had fired this guy's friend and he was just like really upset about it. He was telling the class. Yeah. But uh and I remember thinking like damn that doesn't sound right and or fair or anything but then I mean in the workplace it had already been kind of like that when I when I first got in the workplace right after college it was already like sexual harassment was like at the forefront of everything like no you you'll, you know, don't fraternize at work yeah. don't date they would tell you not to date at work yeah. you know stuff like that I didn't listen of course yeah, of course but, so. uh, pulled my cock out a bunch and, but uh, you know
0: it's crazy so you you mentioned that the girl who got massaged did not try to come out against this professor. No. You know who supports Roman Polanski now? Who? dude the 13 year old girl he fucking sodomized really dude like i was curious about roman polanski i was like dude this guy's just in france just like making movies and they came out there wrote a bunch of he won a best
1: picture bro he made a best picture way after he fucked a 13 and uh,
0: so many people in hollywood like had his back and shit but dude the the girl who was 13 what he fucking ass fucked her like flew out to france it was like hanging with him
1: yeah Crazy, didn't give a fuck. Yeah, crazy. crazy. What was it, the '70s or whatever? She and was 13. I know, it's it insane, make... bro. Oh, it's it... the
0: seven, dude. She was like a Led Zeppelin fan. No. It's cool, dude.
1: No, no, I'm definitely not saying it's cool, but like, ty- <laughs> I, I think that you know, times have changed a little bit. I feel like it doesn't matter. Obviously, 13 is way too young to have sex. What? But it is insane that uh, back then it seemed like that was sort of not it wasn't frowned upon. Like they obviously there were people at this party. I mean Jack Nicholson probably fucked her too. He just got away with no, it. No, I dude.
0: think I think what happened was Roman Polanski. It was yeah, it was at Jack Nicholson's house, right? And I think Nicholson was out of town, mm. and Polanski was just like who's like doing the hey i'm a photographer move oh. which has since become the go-to creepy yeah. i'm trying to fuck you move in la He's yeah, the is, worst yeah. so, so he's bad. fucking the worst yeah. he's he's photographing but she's not like a 20 year old only fans chick she's a 13 year old fucking schoolgirl, and then he just took her to a bedroom eventually but pull can you youtube roman polanski victim austin because i'm pretty sure we'll just be able to find like a youtube video of her i would youtube it I'm pretty sure there'll be videos of her just repping for Polanski, dude. Because, yeah, she's like, there's pictures of them, like, hanging out. Now. That's too long. That's uh, four years ago. Yeah, there we go. 420 on CNN. The second video. Second video. Here we go. It's
2: 1977. You're 13 years old. Your mother had met Polanski 13. socially. Here, one second. I can make this louder. Yeah,
0: really dude. Her
1: mother video. met Polanski. Oh, that's so creepy. Dude, yeah, this too. is a solid How did clip you right model here. Model for
2: him, right? Right. Why was he looking at a model?
4: He wanted an, a young American model, a female. He had done, I believe, Natasha Kinsky. and he was looking for a different, more American, as a
2: bro.
4: you know, as a contrast.
2: A model to a, for what?
4: For a French magazine.
2: He also did that too. I
4: mean. Apparently,
2: because <laughs> he was a movie director,
4: right? And I mean, he sure. did photograph Natasha Kinsky, and she was in a magazine. So,
2: so how did you come to get to his to Jack Nicholson's house?
4: Um, well, that was the where the photo shoot was going to be. So,
2: so did your mother take you there?
4: No, she wanted to go along, but he said that he thought maybe she shouldn't because uh, uh, I might feel album. uncomfortable or not be natural. I think
2: was he the photographer? Yeah. Who was there when you got there?
4: Um, I think the housekeeper, but I I don't remember. I know she was there, but I don't really remember meeting her.
2: Without getting too graphic, what happened?
4: Well, we took pictures and you know drank some champagne and.
2: You're 13. He's serving you champagne. Um,
4: Yes. yes, it was 1977. I think I might have understood. There we go, Leo. Um, That's what I said. But it's pictures (laughs) and time passed and everything seemed fine. But then as the evening got to the very end. Things suddenly took a turn in a bad direction and I realized that to my surprise, he seemed to be interested in, you know, more than I thought. Did you
2: protest?
4: Um, You know, a little. Not a lot? Not a lot. I was scared. I had been drinking. I was alone. So, I, you know...
2: She made I, up, I didn't know uh, how to handle it. Oh. She made up uh, a, a fake asthma yes. I- uh, injury I- illness.
4: I, I, I said I had asthma. I don't know why to get out of the hot tub.
2: I think we have we have pictures that he took of you. They've been seen, right?
4: Um, I don't know.
2: I think we do. Uh, <laughs> think here so. are some of the photos that Polanski took of you. That's and we one of Those my
4: mom took.
2: Oh, this yeah. your mother. This yes. one up. Uh, Right what then? was going through your mind when he was taking child pictures child of you? Did you want to be model? It all a model? seemed very
4: professional. It was very professional. I felt like I wasn't doing a great job and not taking direction Damn. very well. I was like a little over my head. He was, you know, he was just giving direction. And I remember just thinking, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm really pulling this off or not. Um, and it was all very professional and, until all of a sudden it wasn't.
2: Now, you did two shoots, right? Yep. Was this occurring on the second one?
4: This was the second one.
2: So the first one went fine?
4: The first one went fine. Um,
2: Nothing happened?
4: Well, the first one went fine, and for some reason, I let him photograph me topless, and then I didn't tell my mom, and I don't know why. I don't know why I let him do it. I don't know why I didn't tell my mom. I didn't think there'd be a second photo shoot. I was really surprised. That was it, there it was. champagne
2: the first time? No. no. That was just like a test. So how much time interval between?
4: Uh, I think a few weeks.
2: So you went back innocently because? I'm sure I get her on the pod. Um,
4: because I wanted to be a movie star. <laughs> I That was my big break. I thought, you know. This is an important job for me. And, oh, you
2: want to be a movie? Yes, I, I think Leo. You see, as a current blowjob girl. Right. Shut so this the
0: was my, you know, this was an. She's a good-looking older lady. Big one. And really I knew
2: so it was the second time. This, yes, that he got. Right. Did he get rough? No. If you so got right. blown by he the Polanski This is and
0: I was at a complete yeah. loss That'd be hilarious. I want to see. She's going to come out in his defense in a second here. I just want to hear it. People
4: didn't talk about things like this in 1977. You didn't get advice on, you know. Uh, don't let adults time. do this. It was like like cancer. You didn't mention it. So I was just completely unprepared.
2: If she's 13, Larry. If she doesn't protest, is it still rape? Oh, sure. Uh, it's rape yeah, because she's under 16. Bro. Also, he provided her with an illegal narcotic. Uh, he provided her with uh, alcohol. All of these things in California deprived somebody of the ability to say no. So it's Considered uh, a variety of additional things. Yes, it's it's rape. It's rape by force. It's rape by use of drugs.
0: Oh, she didn't really do it there, but there are pictures you know, of them together, it. like hanging out in France. <laughs> an Obama, an Osama bin Laden video. Almost. Uh, what's uh? Who did I? I was listening to a Patrick Bet David interview where he like fucking basically called Obama a Muslim. Oh God, dude!
3: Isn't his middle name like? Barack Hussein? Yeah, it's, yeah. Hussein,
0: yeah. Yeah, like I forgot what context it was, but the Pat, Bet, Patrick Bet-David interview was just totally professional about like the economy, and he was like, we've never had a Muslim president in this country, l- at least not until 2008. But anyway, really, and then he just goes on, to like the inflation rates right now with the M2 money supply. Like,
1: <laughs> 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 just fucking drops it. All right, guys, I got to go home and do some fucking taxes. Hey, this has been a fun pod, man. Um, You're the man, dude. And, uh Yeah. Oh, you're the man, dude. Thanks, for oh, Thank you. Uh, i looking forward to uh, more shows on the road, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get one. Uh, I think we might get one going soon in Santa Barbara here. So we got a guy. Uh,
0: Ryan Long's opener wants us to come to Chicago. And I guess mm-hmm. there's another like headline and comic
1: out there is a huge fan of us. So mm-hmm. we'd have two good comedians to jump on the show for Chicago. That's dope, dude. We'd yeah, I hope. think we'd sell. I mean, we'd make our own, like we'd probably sell out a little joint there if we wanted to, though. We, already, we, easy. Have, we have a venue. Yeah, no, that's know. He says, says in the says, winter, it's easy to sell tickets there. Really? Yeah, because there's nothing
0: to do that's cool yeah now
1: yeah everybody says new york chicago are like the easiest to sell tickets at it's the comedy jet stream dude yeah where man. it's all cold and we'll go life's a battle people go out to shit like that yeah you get in and, and they make money and shit people have some money to spend check out the patreon we're going wild on their um, west side next week uh well this week wednesday we might have gta on there austin well gta Little GTA, would little be GTA really fun session, dude. head to head. I mean, I could. I you want? Should I just bring my PS5? Would that make it easier?
3: Uh we could do that too.
1: If I, I have two controllers that way, we could probably fuck around with some heavy GTA.
3: Yeah, if I'm having trouble like running the game and recording at the same time, then we could just do it that way. All right, maybe sure.
1: I'll bring my. uh I'll bring it early on Wednesday or something, and then we could see if mm-hmm. it works. Anyway, check out the Patreon and thanks for and then subscribe if you haven't. All right, peace, guys. Bye.